competitive interest rate. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. They'll guide you through the options and will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. They may even get you closed in as fast as 10 days. So get started now. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Doug Moe. You know, a fun-loving guy that produced winning basketball that was fun to be a part of. The Nuggets all-time winning as coach. There will never, ever be another Doug Moe in the NBA. He put himself right at the level of everybody else. Even though he would rip on you, he would joke about himself. We were on Common Ground. He was a character. He was our character. And people got it. Moe, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. He just seems to be so free. The rest of us are all hung up and worried about all the little things. Premiering Sunday, March 11th at 6 p.m. on Altitude TV. I wish I could be like him. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. In Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. KKSE. Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Hello and welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. You're approaching the station for all A-gates. Millennials, it's time to get off the train. Jesse, H.W., and Marty, beat it. Please, keep clear of the doors. We're approaching the exit for all B-gates. All those who have never once been wrong in their life, please exit the train. Manchester, that's you. Out. Now approaching the terminal, all sports radio show hosts who did not win the DIA voice contest, please exit the train. You know who I'm talking about. See ya, Vic. Tuesday, March 6th in the Mile High City. Days are getting longer. Sun is shining brighter. It's about to get warm. Is this weekend daylight savings? I believe it is. So that means next week at this time we'll be sitting here in the dark again? Like we just get teased with light at this hour. Oh, yeah. The like spring forward. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, it is but this only, weekend, right? I think it's only a month with a darkness, though, because the light is quick to get here in the morning now. Now it's on speed. Well, I don't mean to be all space guy on yeah. you, but the day grows by the exact same amount no. every single day. No. Like, it doesn't, like, start speeding up because it's March. No. You're wrong. I'm kind of with Vic on this. It feels like it gets it feels faster. feels like it gets faster yeah. and faster. Okay, you can feel however you want it to feel. It's just not factually accurate. But okay, well, whatever. You can think whatever you want to think. All I know is that the days are getting warmer and brighter every day. And it's happening faster and faster every day. No matter what you think. No matter what you bring to the table. And we know what you bring to the table. It's gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. (laughs) Welcome to the show today. Was that the Rockies day? (laughs) Jeff Legwald at 745. Nick Groke live from Arizona covering the uh, Rockies spring training at 930. 
we talked about this uh last week. What the what the Rockies are gonna do with their leadoff position. Nick Groke already he already penciled in his lineup, his order. He knows exactly what the Rockies are gonna do. He's got his old batting lineup ready to go. We'll talk to Nick Groke about that again in the nine o'clock hour. Fellas, um the Avs and Nuggets got zero help last night. Nothing. Now, this is how I, I watch sports now. I don't know how you do it, but I watch the teams that will impact the local teams. Watch some of that Lakers-Blazers game. No help. No help for the Nuggets. None. They got some help, the Avs did, on the hockey side, allowing Dallas only to get a point, allowing Calgary only to get a point, so they emerge with something there. But these teams are losing in both conferences, in both sports. They're not losing. You're going to have to earn those playoff positions, and it's going to be harder than ever. How many games left for each team? Well, you t- we talked about it before, Vic, that we didn't want them to back their way in. I, yeah, don't, think, but I, was, I don't think that's going to be an option. I was being facetious at 17 the for the Avs, uh, doing the quick math, yeah. and uh, carry the one, takes the attorney. Uh, 19 for the Nuggets. It is kind of funny on how a night in Denver Twitter that was dominated by The Bachelor, there was no help on the Colorado sports You know, it's scene. funny, the world you live in. I, I have zero interest in The Bachelor and any of that crap. I mean, I, I know that there's a... There's a select few who watch that religiously. I could have such little interest in a show as I do that one right now. Vic, I would rather, honestly, sit in my living room, family room, whatever, and stare at the TV with it turned off for three straight hours. Yes. I'd rather do that than watch The Bachelor. I I, I don't understand the hype. I just don't get it. There was nothing else on last night. I just don't get it. Watch a freaking documentary. Watch Icarus. The Bachelor is a documentary. What a great show that is, Icarus I, I, I had Julie watch it last night, and Julie texted me and said, that is the best doc I've ever seen. It's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, H.W. would rather watch some guy not be able to make up his mind. I just don't get it. I just don't. I mean, listen, I'm sorry. I, I know that we all fall victim to certain shows and certain things that no one else seems to want. I don't get it. It's I, on again tonight, right? I don't get the voice. Two I don't more get, hours? All of that stuff. I don't I get any kind of had enough. I think I get it. I don't get any of it. The voice again. Who, who, who's doing this now? Who's singing now? Who's the latest that's singing? What judges are there now? <laughs> God, what an old guy, right? You turned this into. Are you are, singing now? Are you that upset, Portland? It just one never last ends. Time? It never ends. It never, how many people in this country want to be discovered singing? I mean, come on. We have enough freaking singers. How about we San Antonio barely getting by Memphis? That would have been a nice loss. I know. In San Antonio. It'd be kind of nice to see old Pop fall out of the playoffs, wouldn't it? I'm Man. really rooting for that. Memphis is coming close. They've cut, this is like their third straight game that's come down to the wire. He can get all preachy while he's not in the postseason. Yeah, that would be nice. If there's a team out there, all right, here's the question before we get into our big news. What team would you like to see miss the playoffs most in both sports right now? NHL and NBA. Realistic. What t- what like team? I can't pick Golden State. I no, gotta I mean, pick a realistic the, yeah, one. Ones that are, you know, 
on that precipice. Oh, this is obvious. Oklahoma City. That would just be hysterical. Wouldn't that be funny? But I think I'd like San Antonio more just because so Me many too. years of dominance. I would love mm, to see Russell Pop Westbrook and Melo. Gosh, it would be funny Pop if they can just it. sit at home and drink his wine and have nobody ask him and any questions. And complain during about the, the world. Yeah, exactly. complain about the world from home. Talk about how terrible America is. I'd love to call Pop if, if he's home for the playoffs. Hey, Pop, you want to do one of those uh, sideline interviews now? Yeah, exactly. Just exactly. curious. Want to come on? You want to come on now? I'll bet you if they miss the playoffs, he'll he join on, the crew. He'll be on the TNT set. Without a doubt. Wanting to be heard. Without a doubt. Such a hypocrite. That's so funny that you say that. I thought the same thing. That's who I'd like to see miss. In, in the in, in the NHL, it'd be Minnesota. I don't know if they're uh, they're not going to miss, but that would be mm-hmm. who I'd pick. They just, could collapse in the final 16. I mean, they're only in by five points. The answer, yeah, I agree with you, is the wild. Just so Ryan Harris can stick it. Oh, God. Just starting to hear him stop talking about his <laughs> homeland. Big news right now. What? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Huge night for both the Nuggets and the Avs. The Nuggets are in Dallas, a very winnable game. Until you look deeper into it, Dallas has given the Nuggets fits. I mean, granted, they've beaten them two out of three times this year, the Nuggets have. But all three games have come down to the wire because the Nuggets... They struggle against that Mavs backcourt. Dennis Smith Jr., Yogi Ferrell, those dudes, man, they're, they're tough to handle. Yesterday we talked to Michael Malone. He referenced this game, how big a game it is in Big D. Now, obviously, he's got it back-to-back under his belt. That was a big hurdle for us and for Paul, playing back-to-back minutes. And that Memphis game was a very physical, hard-fought game. But he responded very well to it. So um, we'll slowly build that up. Paul Millsap going to play, obviously, going to start again. His minutes will go up again. Nuggets get no help from the Lakers. We mentioned this last night. Dame Lillard took over in the final quarter. 19 points for Dame to beat the Lakers. 19 in one quarter alone. Nurk with the ball on top, defended by Lopez. Hands to Dame. Long three from the logo. He knocks it down. 3.15 to play. The Blazers have scored 100. Whoa, baby. All right, calm down. The Avs are in Chicago tonight. Still worried about uh, getting enough points. They're still out of a playoff spot. They needed that extra point against Nashville. They can make up for it with a win tonight in Chicago. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think we're built, we're going to build off the homestand. I think that's uh, in all four of these games we played the right way. You know, like uh, we were committed to to defending. We were our special teams were good. We had con- contributions from all four lines, like you mentioned. And I mean, that's what you need this time of the year. You got to have someone different step up all the time. And you know, the Rockies have already played eleven spring training games. Eleven hard to get into spring training unless you're there. If you're there, it's a big deal. Unless I'm sitting in the stands yeah. drinking an ice-cold Coors Light, I don't care. Jeff Hoffman is a bit injured. He may not start the season. All I want is to get to opening day without a major injury. I like We don't need Ian Desmond yeah. taking one off the hand. It's, yeah. uh, all they're doing down there is putting themselves in harm's way and wasting time. Meanwhile, Chris Iannetta is your starting catcher. Yeah, it's just basically going to know them and just letting them know that I'm here to help any way that I possibly can and just being open and honest to just have a conversation about baseball or life or whatever they may need and, and just try to try to help any way that I can, try to contribute any way that I can and just make them make them better. If you want to have a conversation about baseball or life, just go to Chris Iannetta. 
He takes over as the starter. You know, I still have questions about the backstop, the catcher position on this team. I do. And uh, those questions may linger for a while. Is Ionetta your guy? Can he maintain an entire season? Can he sustain an entire season? We'll find out. That is big news right now. Again, on the show later this morning, Jeff Legwald at 745, Nick Groke from Spring Training at 930. And we come back, our piping hot takes right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Going up on the Tuesday edition of Kreckman and Harris. Kreck still out. I'm in, Josh Dover. Myself and Ryan will discuss the Nuggets getting the wrong end of NBA calls. 538 has an article. We will dive into the numbers and see why the Nuggets have been screwed so often. Plus, we'll check in with voice of the Nuggets, Kaz, and voice of the Avs in Radio Moj. Oh, yeah. To give you the insights before the big games, two games to watch, two games to listen to, do it all on Altitude. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Hi, I'm Keith Jones, Executive Chef of Mountain High Appliance, and I've been cooking up some exciting things for you in our Louisville and Colorado Springs showrooms. Wouldn't it be nice to see appliances in action before deciding to make them a part of your everyday life? We have over 250 live appliances and over 20 inspiring kitchens, and they're all available for you to try out for yourself. Want to know if your dream oven will bring that special family recipe to the next level? Come in to Mountain High Appliance and find out that yes, yes, it certainly will. Don't miss our live product demonstrations every weekend in our beautiful full-service kitchens. You'll learn all about your favorite appliances while professional chefs provide cooking tips and techniques. Become the pro of your new kitchen. Visit us online at mountainhighappliance.com and click on events to find out what's cooking. No RSVP required, so just come in and experience the difference. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy. Within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. 
Construction season is in full swing, and Brandon Sand and Gravel is ready and able to hire now. Paid training starts as soon as pre-employment is complete. So plan on attending the hiring event Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at Brandon Sand and Gravel at 5880 Lapan Street in Denver. Brandon has endless opportunities for all levels and will be performing on-site interviews and making immediate job offers. All offers are contingent on background check, drug screening, and physical. So make plans to attend the huge hiring event at Brandon Sand and Gravel Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at 5880 Lapan Street in Denver. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs. To a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Presented by East Radon. There's a five-car crash blocking the right lane on the Boulder Turnpike eastbound approaching I-25. Traffic is backed up for more than three miles through there. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. And several cars on the shoulder on southbound I-25 approaching 6th Avenue after hitting some debris and getting flat tires. Use some extra caution through there. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at unbound.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Visit with Nick Groke of the Denver Post in the 9 o'clock hour. Jeff Hoffman injured his shoulder, hoping to return in time for opening day, but doesn't look likely, so he may not be in that starting rotation when the Rockies get going. When is it When is it apropos to get down and dirty on Rockies talk? When is it? A, when should we get into that? April 2nd or 3rd. What's their opening game? Is it Monday the 2nd, the day after Easter? I know opening day here is April 6th. Correct. It's that Friday. So that week. Uh, you know what? The week before. The week before. We can, we can do it then. Can but, I ask you a stupid question that I should know the answer to? Sure. On opening day, who do they open against here? Here? Yeah. Here. Uh, anybody, anybody Arizona. Notice? I'm going to say Arizona. I'll I get you a look here. I'm asking you. I, shouldn't we know the answer to this? Should, Let me ask you. Don't most baseball towns know that answer? They the top open of their head? here against Atlanta Darn. on Friday, April 6th. You think St. Louis Cardinals fans know the answer to that question? No. Get this. Their first game is actually March 29th at Arizona. That's where I had Arizona in my head. Wait, wait. March 29th? Yeah, their first game's in 23 days. Why do they open so early? How many games do they play in Arizona? Three. The 29th and then when? The 30th and the 31st? Well, then how are they Where are they on Easter Sunday? They don't play again until when? I think you're dumb. I'm looking at the 2018 schedule. Well, then when do they open at home? What date do they open at home? Not until April 6th. They don't have a bye week. They play six games on the road to start? Seven. 
They open with a seven-game road trip? Yes. Vic will be beside himself. Oh, my God, how unfair. I don't care how you open. I've always suggested that the Rockies should open on the road. He'll do all sorts of research of how many other teams in the National League West had to open with seven straight road games. I can't believe you're still fighting me. In the 2000s. You're still fighting me on facts. It hasn't happened once in a millennium. It's ridiculous that you're fighting me on facts. (laughs) Am I speaking gibberish over here? They play 162 games. The first seven are on the road. Okay, no, that, that's that's weird. Great. But the way you just said that is, yeah, they got the first three games in Arizona and then I don't know what happens. You didn't follow it up with actual games. <laughs> right. You could have just then given it to San, San Diego for four. So can we just go with I had it right that they opened with Arizona? Can we just stay with that part of the story? Bring the heat, Jesse. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's this hot take. Hey, uh, Akib Tlaib, if you're listening from Dallas via the uh, Altitude 950 app, and I'm sure you are every morning, I love you, buddy. I love you. But what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing, Akib? You can't be getting into Twitter wars with columnists. You're not going to win that game. No matter how many people try to defend you on your Twitter feed, that's not how this business works. In case you missed it over the weekend, Mark Kisla, as he's paid to do, writes provocative stuff for the Denver Post. That's what a columnist does. He does what, I guess, talk show hosts do on the radio medium. They say things. They give their opinions. Whether you agree or not, they offer their opinions. Mark Kisla was asked about Akib Tlaib, his status on the team, and... Kisla didn't mince any words. He thinks the Broncos are in dire need of quality leadership when their true leader is clowning around like Aqib Tlaib yanking chains. That's how he referred it in the paper. Aqib responded with a tweet directed directly at Mark Kisla. Quote, I blame you and all of your negative stories all year. Why do you cover the Broncos if you hate them? I guess I, I need to remind the players, including Aqib Tlaib, not everybody that covers the team is a Broncos fan. Not everybody that covers the Nuggets are Nuggets fans. Avs, Avs fans. And that's a good thing. You need unbiased people covering your team. I am biased. I'm biased. I've admitted it. Kisla, in this case, is not. What does it matter if you're following or covering the team? You don't have to be a fan of that team. I don't think these guys understand the role of the media. In fact, Akib was on this very show months ago after a bad loss, and the media came up again. That's when I first caught wind that he didn't understand the role of the media. Do you remember this interview? Isn't that how it works, though, Keep? When you guys play bad, we have to criticize. That's all we got. No, I mean, like, it's the Denver media. I feel like they're like an extension of the Broncos. Like, yeah. they're supposed to be for us. So we got guys who, Vance Joseph is this and that. Mm. He's delusional. He, he, the team is, is, is off his first defense now. Like I mean, they like try to just bash us out. Like you could say, okay, they're playing bad, man. They can fix some things. Of course, you talk about the bad, but you don't. Media don't have to dog us out as bad. That was my whole point. It's like, oh my god. 
Well, you know, I'll go back to what were you then? You were five and eleven. What are we supposed to say? And I'm biased. And I love the Broncos, and I still think that season was trash. What do you think John Elway thinks of the season? He's your boss. Do you think he dogged you guys? How are you supposed to look and quantify that season? It was trash. Reporters report, columnists opine. This is what we do. You're not going to win that battle. Pro athletes have to understand, man, not everybody is rooting for the home team. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Massive night for the Avalanche. They'll head up to Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. But around the league, the Stars, Wild, and Ducks all play tonight as well. It's absolutely huge. And think about how many times the Blackhawks have won the Stanley Cup recently. 2010, 2013, 2015. Well, I got news for you. Chicago's not winning the Cup this year because they're not making the playoffs. And guess who's on the Avs schedule three times in the month of March starting tonight? The Chicago Blackhawks. What once was an intimidating game is not this year. Chicago's just not a very good team. Bottom feeders in the Central. Time for the Avs to go get a big two points tonight in Chicago after getting one against Nashville on Sunday. Seven of eight on the homestand, but things are too tight to not go back it up with two points tonight against a bad Chicago team. Those are six points. You mentioned three more games against the Blackhawks. Those are six points the Avs need. Mm -hmm. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Will, did you do the standings again? Was that what we had there? Do a little bit of the schedule. Hey, I did want to ask you a serious question. Who's the guy who um, is atop the the aisle when you go to Rockies games? The usher? Yeah, the usher. The usher that you know, right? Uh. What's his name? It's either Ernie or Eddie. I can okay, never see, but remember. You, but you know the guy, and you yeah. never know his name. It's Ernie or Eddie. That, to me, is one of the cool things about sports. It's the little things. Do you guys know the name Frank Palmieri? Yeah, he's the photographer that's been covering local sports for years. He's well, and he's, he's also he's the longtime announcer at all the Chassa events, like yeah, at the but basketball he's always, tournament, the yeah. wrestling tournament. And he's walking around with a camera now. Does a lot of photos. Correct. He's he got a press box named after him somewhere. He was the uh, the voice of Chassa, the announcer for all Chassa events for the most part, from 1948, 1948 wow. to 2005. So for me, one of the cool little things, that's why I brought up Ernie and Eddie, one of the cool little things for me when I would go to sporting events as a kid and why I fell in love with sports in this town were things like going to the high school basketball tournament and hearing Frank Palmieri's voice. It's just like when I would go into Bronco games and there was Bob Faust, he was selling his programs, or here was the guy that sat behind me and announced the game and drove us all crazy. It's the little things. Well, Frank Palmieri passed away over the weekend at the age of 92. Oh, I didn't know that. So I, I thought just it was. I saw him. At, he was, I'm sure he was at some of the events. He's always there. He's one of those guys you see him all the time. You hear his voice all the time. Um, he's just one of those things that's sort of a fabric. He's part of the fabric of the local sports scene that really makes it cool. That makes it be, um, something that we can all be a part of. Uh, so it's not really a hot take. I just thought Frank Palmieri and the career he had and the impact he had on people and how he's part of that soundtrack of my childhood being a sports fan here in Colorado and here in Denver, I thought he was worthy of a mention and a shout-out this morning on the Vic Lombardi Show. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And you know how I always praise the high schoolers here, right? High school sports to me is everything. I love it. I wish we covered high school sports like we did in the heyday. It's just not the same anymore because of the advent of the internet and yeah. I, I just don't know how you bring it back to what it once was, where it was an essential part of the community. 
people got into their high schools. There are too many people, obviously, that don't have that high school connection here locally, so it's hard to sell it on them. I get it. I get it, right? It's hard for me to talk about a particular high school game when 99.9% of the people listening have right. no association with that high school. Right. I get it. But it is the core of what we do, your high school background. Everybody remembers their high school game. I've, I've asked this. I've had this little – I've done a poll with professional athletes. The most memorable events in your life, you, you'd be – Stunned to understand, most of them refer to high school. Ask Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's won Super Bowls. Peyton Manning's a future Hall of Fame. Ask him about his high school. Man, I bet you he could spin stories all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it just is funny for me because I, I saw this story, and I, I start thinking back of, of all the times I've gone to the high school basketball championships, uh, which are this weekend, I believe, um, and just sat there and heard that. And it just started bringing back all these memories for me of like going to Bronco games. And it was Alan Cass, who was the voice yeah. of the PA guy at Bronco games. And just these things that are embedded in your mind forever from when you're a kid, from when you're in, in high school, from when you're of that age. Um, and Frank Palmieri certainly is on that list. Do you know how impactful high school sports is? I, I'm going to play this sound now as we go to break because I'm going to play it again later. This is a high school kid who just lost in the state championship game, Philadelphia, I believe, the state of Pennsylvania. He's a high school basketball player. Do we have this available? Okay. This kid, I heard this via Twitter this morning, and I said, we've got to play this on the show. This is how impactful high school sports is to some people. So this kid loses a game in which he scores 20 points, and afterwards he's up on the platform answering questions to the media. And he's asked specifically about how he feels after losing that game, how the how the season went, this and that. And this is how he responded. Remember, this is a 17-year-old kid from the state of Pennsylvania talking about a loss, his final game ever in high school. Just listen to this kid. Championship, and since day one, I remember the first day Coach Smith came in the gym. He told me, he said, he said if you want to be a state champion, you got to be different. Everybody can't be a state champion. And I never forget a word that man said to me. And each and every second that wind down, I was just thinking, I gotta be different. I gotta separate myself. I gotta separate myself to show that I'm different because I wanted to be a state champion. And we fell one point short. But I know all of those young guys in that locker room, they have a bright future because everything that I've been through, they're going through, and they still have to go through. So it's only going to make them better. This man right there is the best coach I ever had in my life. I wouldn't trade him for the world. Piping Hot Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's altitude 950. I have a feeling this thing's going to go down to the wire, and we got to make sure that we're winning our, our fair share of games here. And every Wednesday morning at 730, Vic Lombardi talks with head coach Jared Bednar. The playoffs has basically already started, and it's really good for our team. They're excited about playing here. There's a buzz back in the building. The Jared Bednar Show, Wednesday mornings at 730 on altitude 950. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department. 
and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From batteries to fluid flushes, even engine diagnostics, we do it all. Cold car won't start? Come in for a free battery check, electrical check, and free coolant check. Mention this ad for $10 off a coolant flush. Plus, we have instant financing available. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. When America says, give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. 9070. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. That five-car crash in the right lane on the eastbound Boulder Turnpike approaching I-25 still causing problems with more than three miles of backups. 
This report is brought to you by Audi Flatirons. And we have a report of an accident on westbound I-70 at Peoria, westbound heavy all the way back to Tower. They're excited to announce that both their Boulder and Broomfield locations are now open. From the first mile to the last, visit them at AudiFlatirons.com. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. You know, I'll go back to, what were you then? You were 5 and 11. What are we supposed to say? And I'm biased. And I love the Broncos. And I still think that season was trash. What did John Elway think of the season? He's your boss. You think he dogged you guys? How are you supposed to look and quantify that season? It was trash. Reporters report. Columnists opine. This is what we do. You're not going to win that battle. That was my hot take. And, uh... Reaction coming down the text line, 30933-30933. This uh, Twitter battle between Mark Kisla and Akib Tlaib, I laugh at this stuff because I, I would think that pro teams have instructed these dudes not to mess with colonists and talk show hosts. You're not going to win, man. I don't know why you're wasting your time. Why are you wasting your time taking guys on publicly? Well, I don't mind the, I really don't mind him taking it, taking on someone if he's got a point. But what's his point? What is Akeeb's point? He's, he's come on the show and I've asked Akeeb again, I've asked him, what do you expect people to say when you guys lose? You expect to get your, a pat on the back? What do you want? Look, they didn't just lose this year. I mean, they were five and 11. They lost eight games by double digits, four by more than 20. They didn't just lose. They got embarrassed and got their butt kicked on a weekly basis. I think we've all forgotten how inept this team was. 13 guys on the field, 12 guys on the field, 10 guys on the field, giving up a kick return and a punt return and just, just total and utter ineptitude. But everybody wants to get loved. You know, love. You know, the love that everybody displayed at that parade. You're going to get that love when you win. You're going to get that love when you win. You have to earn the love. And that goes for every sport all around. But there are, sorry, there are two different ways you can go five and 11. You can go five and 11 and you're like, man, we just had some bad breaks. We were close. We were, we were right there. Uh, you know, just a, a couple of different things. And all of a sudden we're a nine and seven team. This team wasn't close. They lost no. eight games by double digits. Eight. It was consistently week after week getting their ass kicked. There's no other way to put it. They lost eight games in a row. They lost nine out of 10. What does he expect Mark Tisla to say? And, and it's, it's Mark Tisla's fault because he's not rooting for the, for the Broncos. He's not a Broncos fan. He's not cheering for the Broncos. So things would have gone differently if when they're in the middle of their eight game losing streak after they lose 51 to 23, 51 to 23 with rising star Joe Woods calling the defense in Philadelphia. 51. They get a 50 burger hung on him. If Mark Tisla would have wrote a Monday column saying, it's okay. They'll turn it around. Things would have gotten better. That's what Akeem thinks. Well, you know, listen, he took it personally, and I get that. Uh, Mark expressed his thoughts, his opinion that the Broncos need new leadership, and he doesn't think that Akeem's style of leadership works. Now, it did the Super Bowl season. Perhaps it worked that season because there was other there were other leaders in the room. He was he's vocal. Is he a leader? Like he stands out, but is he really a leader? I mean, is, does the leader get into it with Russell Okung when Russell Okung tries to stand up and say something after the game? 
Is that what a leader does? Does the leader shove mm-hmm. Jordan Norwood in the back when he drops a punt as though Jordan mm-hmm. Norwood did that on purpose me, and embarrass him in front of everyone? Let me read this uh, text from this texter. And let me let me preview by saying, texter, 9916, put your name at the end of the, t- the text here so I could say your name when I say you're stupid. Wow. Here's what he wrote. I think Tlaib did win. You guys in the media hold grudges. Fact. That's a fact. Don't deny that. Everybody does in the media. Everybody's human. Let me finish. You guys in the media hold grudges against athletes that you treat like dog poop. Because you are dog poop with your wow. stupid questions. Okay. Okay. Stupid questions. Old grudges. Dog poop. Let me. Didn't let me use breathe. the word poop either. Exactly. Let me, let me just breathe that in for a second. Okay. Stupid questions. I acknowledge many questions are stupid. Grudges. I acknowledge some members of the media hold grudges. But I like to say that we are just a reflection of what the fans are. At least I would hope so. If the team doesn't play well, fans are mad. Media is mad. We in the talk show business ask questions. Why didn't you play well? What happened? Isn't that normal? Or are you, 9916, the kind of fan who win or lose are just going to sit there and say, I love you so much. Can I have your autograph? No, that's a lot of what it is here. Is that what you are? That's a lot of what the media is is here, too. 9916, is that what you are? You are, good job. Five and a Good job. I love you so much. You don't remember the cheerleading coming out of the, the media when the Broncos were three and one and all the questions were, why doesn't Trevor get more credit? Why do you guys think Trevor isn't yeah. just praised? How much are you going to pay Trevor this offseason? Why do you think Trevor doesn't? It's just, it's, just, it's kiss butt. That's what it is. Yeah. The people, I mean, I respect kids because kids will, he don't care. You. He don't care. And no, I do, do I think he goes overboard sometimes? Yes. I think sometimes kids write stuff just to elicit reaction. And I've told them that. Well, it's a, I don't have a problem with somebody who's trying saying, to make you but, think. But, but, but an athlete has to understand too, that's just part of the deal, man. And you know what? These fans, so-called fans, if all you're going to do is kiss butt, you're not a fan. You're a cheerleader. We need more. We get you the pom-poms and the skirt. That's what you are. We need more people like kids in the media, not less. Bunch of cheerleaders. Listen, man, don't think you're, just because I sit behind a mic, I'm more of a fan than you are, bro. I grew up in this town rooting for all these teams, just like you did, James. Yeah, no doubt. Difference is I got a mic in front of me. So when I'm on these airwaves and I'm mad after the Rockies loss and I say it's gloomy and crappy outside, it's because I'm a fan of the team. 9916, you members of the media are like umpires in baseball. You think it's all about you. In what way? 9916, put your name at the end of the text. Put your name at the end of the text. How long is he going to keep saying this? Well, He's I mean, been saying these it people, they come, in, they come in with these hot takes and they refuse 17? to place their names. I think 9916 picked the wrong day to get under big skin. I'll <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what do you want? What do you want? You want, you want us to do a talk show where we don't talk? Is but, it, so, so let me get this straight. This is a talk show where we offer opinion about local teams. What do you want me to do for three hours? Jesse, find some smooth jazz. Find some smooth jazz. Is that what we're supposed to do for three hours? If a team plays like crap, we're going to tell you a team plays like crap. It's not hard. It's not hard. I spent all day yesterday blaming the NBA for this ridiculous schedule that the Nuggets are stuck with. Does that make me a cheerleader? What, what, what's it going to be? Which way do I go here? I don't understand the the argument here that it's all about us. It's all about the media. Does, is the accusation here that Kiz wrote stuff about the Broncos that was negative because he wanted attention? 
They yeah, were five think, and eleven. Do you think he was trying to plan a Twitter battle between he and Ke- and uh, Akib? I mean, I do think there are some people who do that. Not necessarily in this town, but I do think there are some people who do that. Which you know, the Broncos could go twelve and four, and they're still going to rip them. This isn't as though Mark Kizla was ripping the Broncos while they're making a Super Bowl run, and you just sit there and throw up your hands and go, "All right, dude, you're just trolling." I get, I get that, but that's not what happened here. And this, it's all about you. All right, well, let's just let's just make it in terms of apply this to this show. When I'm going off on some rant or I'm taking on Trevor Simeon or I'm taking on Joe Woods or John Elway or whatever, it's not about me. It's about the fact that I think someone needs to point these things out, point out these problems, because that franchise is heading in, in the wrong damn direction. So you're a voice for the fan base is what you're saying. Yes, and if nobody else is going to say it, then fine, I'll step up and say it. I don't have a problem with that. Not and trying to get attention for myself. But you did write about it in July as well. That's true. I, I'm sorry. In this specific situation, I I think Akeem's wrong. He's Akeem's totally wrong. Akeem's, Akeem's, nobody covers the team has to root for the team. Now, I do. We do. I. But you don't have to. Okay. There's, there's nobody... You don't have to sign on a dotted line when they hire you at the post that says you have to root for the team. This is going to sound funny coming from me, but it does bother me when media members are overly negative. Now, to- oh my God, I know. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Jesse, did you get that? Did you just get that? I told you it would sound funny coming from me. I prefaced it. Now, when I've been negative because they've been bad. I'm not a troll that's out there being negative when they're 12 and 4. I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy that reigns on mm-hmm. the Super Bowl parade. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, in our job, it's better when the teams are winning. You don't think the guys who cover the is. Broncos want to have a, want to be covering the Broncos until February? You know, it's good for all of us. You don't think that Super Bowl run? You don't think Mark Kissel, Kisla liked when he got to write books about the Broncos because they were winning Super Bowl? money off that stuff. I mean, give me a break. Don't be stupid. You don't think it's better for Jeff Legwald, who we're going to have on today, when the Broncos are the one of the the hottest teams in the NFL, and he's getting more and more and more hits on ESPN when he's on Sports Center all the time. You don't mm-hmm. think that's good for local members of the media? Right, how about this? It doesn't take make sense. Chris and Bailey, thanks, Chris, for putting your name at the end of the text. The hell is that all about? Chris and Bailey puts his name at the end of the text. He says, if athletes don't kiss your butt, you hammer them mercilessly. That's his take. Well, give, give me an example. Now, that might apply to some members of the media, but give me an example on this show. If athletes don't kiss your butt, you hammer them mercilessly. I, I do think that's to some extent true. And when we come back, I want to tell you the guy that's number one on that list right now in town. Talking to Leggy as well. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House Saturday at 7 p.m. for Military Appreciation Night. Tickets start at just $10 and can be purchased at AltitudeTickets.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, 
easy scenic drive, and best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need, hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or americanfinancing.net the official mortgage company of altitude 950 and MLS 182334 regulated by the division of real estate hey this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road Riley Dixon putter for the Denver Broncos why do you shop Colorado Off-Road I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhausts to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Nick Backridge here from Susbuick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles, but at Susbuick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Susbuick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Susbuick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. When it comes to learning the facts about Colorado State Tax, there is only one website that has all your answers. Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to understanding Colorado tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away 24-7. From filing and paying your Colorado taxes to business sales tax questions and more. Visit Colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. 
the Altitude 950 traffic update. Still working that five-car crash in the right lane on the eastbound Boulder Turnpike approaching I-25. More than three miles of backups there. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. And there's a crash on the shoulder westbound I-70 at Peoria, westbound heavy all the way back to Tower. A boy from Kenya dreams of finishing his education. An elder longs for community in Guatemala. A mother worries about her children's future in India. Help them write a new story at unbound.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Are you the best quarterback in this draft? I believe so. I think the accuracy I bring to the table, the infectious leadership, the passion, you know, the will to win, the determination, it rose the program of Oklahoma, and I can do that the same thing with the franchise. A lot of folks left the combine labeling Baker Mayfield as cocky. The difference between cocky and confident, clearly. How do you want your quarterback? Let's go to the hotline, bring in Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider. Jeffrey, um, is that accurate? Did, did NFL scouts label Mayfield as cocky after talking to him? You know, I don't think they did, Vic. I think they, I think they left, you know, thinking he's like, you know, a super, you know, confident kid trying to, to show everybody, hey, I want to be, taken at the top of the board you know now when when you do that with nfl teams uh they want to hear from you that you're still gonna uh that you don't think you're so good you don't need to work you know they, they want to hear that other half too okay what, what are you going to do to stay good you know you you think you're good now but what are you going to do to stay good and, and more importantly what are you going to do to get better and i think if you can balance those two they come away feeling pretty good about you and i think i think he did that uh, in the interviews, at least with the teams I talked to, uh, I think he was very good at at showing them. Yeah, I believe in myself right now, and I'm I'm ready to get to work to be better. And, and I think that's an important distinction. Jeff, were the uh, were the Broncos among the teams that uh, had that takeaway after talking to Baker Mayfield and, and seeing him throw and seeing him at the combine? You know, I, I think they did, but honestly, I think they thought that when they left Mobile. You know, at the Senior Bowl, you know, and they even saw him more there. You know, they saw him all day there in meetings with his teammates and the huddle, all those things. So I think they felt that way. And then, you know, you sort of get that that confirmation when you get the the interview with the guy that he sort of rehearsed for with his agent and his people before they go to the combine. So I, I think he he's definitely significantly on their radar. It's just, you know, with – you know, would you take him at five? And and you know, for for a team like the Broncos, he he would be the shortest quarterback Elway has drafted. You know, Chad Kelly is that right now, and I I think Chad Kelly measured in at at six one and three quarters uh, at the combine a year ago. So, uh, you know, that would be the the thing. That's not the profile the Broncos have selected in the draft at at quarterback, and you, you know, you'd have to see if that's they're willing to change that. What is the next step, Jeffrey, uh, when it comes to free agency? Because I think we're all waiting to see what the Broncos do here before March 14th. Is negotiations open now? When when are they allowed to start talking to these free agent quarterbacks? Uh, I think it'll be uh, a couple days before free agency opens. So free agency opens in the afternoon on March 14th. So a couple days before that, the window negotiating, the formal 
negotiating window opens. Right now, teams have played the hypothetical game with some agents. You know, they'll be talking about other players who are free agents, and then they'll get to the, you know, hypothetically speaking, if you had a franchise quarterback you represented, what would it take to sign them type discussions. Uh, and, and I think, you know, Kirk Cousins' agent got a feel for the teams who are interested uh, in his client, and, and the Broncos are certainly one of those. They're, they're you know, they're going to make a play and will be among the, you know, sort of the final handful that, that Cousins considers, I think. Uh, I think they're going to try pretty hard at that, and, and it's it's still unclear if they're going to get involved with with Case Keenum if, if Cousins does not sign with the Broncos. Jeff, you touched on it a little bit there at the end, but yeah, that was going to be my question is when you coming back from Indy and, and everybody's there, if you, if you're reading the tea leaves, just kind of getting a sense from being around the Broncos and, and hearing John Elway's press conference and Van Joseph's press conference, how do you think they're, they're kind of prioritizing their, their quarterback options here? What's at the top and what's the one they're like, God, if we have to settle for that, that's going to, that's going to be, that's going to be a long road. Read the tea leaves for me. How does it stack up? Yeah. You know, I think they're, they're really trying to decide, okay, you know, I, I think Cousins is at the front of the line right now because I, I think he's at the front of the line for for several teams because that's the considered the best, easiest, quickest fix. It's just going to cost you a ton of money to get it done. And, and I think that's that's hitting one in the order. And then, you know, you have to know if you, you know, if you don't win that, now, you know, you have the comfort level sort of of, of a draft where you have a high pick and it's deeper at quarterback than it's been in some time. So I think they've got to answer those two questions in a row. All right, if you don't sign the guy you want in free agency, is the number five pick a quarterback? And what will you do if quarterbacks for some reason go one, two, three, and four off the board? You know, now you got to have a plan for that because while that's an unlikely scenario, if it happens, you better be ready to decide what you're going to do. Um. What about these reports, Jeff? And I know where you're going to go with this, and they're just reports, that Cousins has already whittled his list down to two and that Broncos shouldn't even bother. Are these coming from agents? Are these coming from teams? Who comes up with this stuff this time of year? <laughs> Welcome to free agency. Yeah. The annual, the annual uh, disinformation, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm on the inside. You've got all kind of folks. Uh, rocking and rolling out in the public domain this time of year. I, I will say I've, I've I've spoken to virtually uh, almost everyone I know in the league in the last week here at the combine. That's that's why you come. Uh, and he has not whittled his list because he has not seen formal offers. And you would have to be a moron to be in his position and not see on paper what people are going to offer you. So you would eliminate nobody right now unless, you know, you simply didn't want to play for them. And I've been given no indication by people who would know that that's the case in, in any fashion. Uh, you know, I do I do think most people in the league, including the teams involved, believe it's kind of a four-team race at the moment and that the Broncos are in among those four teams. But to sign a big-name quarterback, if you're going to spend the money on Cousins, hell, even Case Keenum, you got to make sure you have the necessary money to spend. So 
Might the Nugget, uh, might the Broncos start cutting some of these bigger name free agents, some of these bigger name players who have a year or two? Does that have to happen now or around free agency? When does that start happening? Well, it's going to have to happen before they get rolling. You know, they're going to need the room to do it. They could probably do the mega deal and, and squeeze it in. But if you're going to do anything else, they're, they're going to have to make some room. And I, and I think even if they didn't, I, I think one or two of those players might be on their way anyway. You know, I, I, you know, you and I, we, or we have all talked that, you know, all of us would be surprised if, if Tlaib is still on the roster here in the coming weeks. And, and CJ Anderson, I, I think even he believes, I think that he's, will be moving on. So, uh, you know, yeah, they're going to have to start doing that and they'll do that right before the, the negotiating period opens. Or you could even do it when, before you, just before you sign the deal, because you, you know, you like I say, they have the cap space to do the mega deal. It's just, what are you going to do after that? That's when they're going to have to start moving some things around. Hey, Jeff, help me out on this. How, why is Akeem Talib falling out of favor so much at Dove Valley? I mean, I get it that if you get rid of him, it's only a million dollars of of dead cap, and you can free up ten million bucks. I get the math of it, but if you look at it, like his cap number for a Pro Bowl cornerback this year is is relatively. Doable. I mean, it's not out. Uh, it's not a crazy number. Why is he falling out of favor down there? Yeah, you know, it's 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 an odd deal, and I'm not sure he's fallen. You know, sort of totally out of favor. I, I think part of it is, you know, some of the off the field stuff in previous years. Some of the, you know, maybe they weren't happy with the way he carried himself during the season. Now, you know, nobody's expressed that to me, but. You know, you always wonder if that's the case. Did, did a new coaching staff see something they didn't like? And then, uh, uh, I think the biggest reason is I think they're going to have, they're going to face a decision on, on Bradley Roby at some point about a new deal and they need to know, uh, if he's the guy. And, and right now they believe he's ready to play and they want to, they want to put him in the lineup. Interesting because, um, you are, Jeff Legwald, the most, objective member of the media that certainly partakes in this show on a regular basis. So we, we've had this debate this morning because there's a back and forth between Akib and Mark Kisla. And, you know, Mark's a columnist. This is what he does. We are essentially vocal columnists. We opine via the radio. And Akib doesn't seem to understand the role of such a member of the media. And he, he complained via Twitter at Mark saying, why, why aren't you a fan? Why aren't you supportive of the Broncos if you cover them? Can you please explain to Akeeb and everybody else that's not what we're supposed to do? Now, some of us do. I'm biased. I'm a homer. But not all members of the media are supposed to work that way. No, it's just supposed to be uh, you look at it, you try to tell people why things are happening and, and maybe the reasons for them and, you know, that – the, the level of uh, passion and effort I give to my job doesn't depend on whether they win or lose, that it should be the same no matter what, and that I should look at everything and try to give people as complete a picture as I can. I guess that's that's how I've always tried to do it. and Sometimes I succeed, sometimes I don't. Depends who you ask, I guess. Just to, you're not rooting against players and teams. I don't think anybody is. I think it benefits all of us when the teams win. That's all I'm trying. When they win, it's great. We all win. When they lose, this is what you get. Jeff, thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate the insight. We'll talk to you as free agency approaches. See you later, fellas. All right, that is Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider. 8 o'clock, top of the hour. You've got the Vic Lombardi Show. 
950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in the Windy City to take on the Blackhawks. The puck drops at 630 with the pregame show Gated Away at 605. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. The Harris for three. Got it again. Oh, man, money's on fire tonight. Oh, what's got a thing of beauty? you got to be kidding me. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. <laughs> now, back to Vic Lombardi. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Tuesday morning, big night for the Nuggets and the Avs. Two winnable games on the road. Nuggets at Dallas, Avs at Chicago. Manchester, what do you have to say after listening to your boy, uh, Leggy? Two things I wanted to mention. First, and this ties into what Jeff said, what you said, and then what Akib said. At least the first one does. I do think there are times... When it feels like the media is rooting for one guy and against another one, and I think last year's quarterback battle in, in training camp mm-hmm. was the epitome of that. It was a prime example of it. And I talked about it on this show all the time mm-hmm. where I, I would be there, I was there for nine, ten practices and would watch the same practice as guys from newspapers, guys from other stations. I would see them snicker and tweet all the bad things mm-hmm. that Paxton Lynch did and never say anything that but, Trevor but, but, Simeon did bad. I, I, I take issue with that. Rooting for Trevor for what reason, though? What What's the value? I think what do you he's, gain? I think there's a few reasons. I think he's a nicer guy. I think he's better to deal that's with. That's such and I think bull. He's, I think they relate that's, to him. That's, that's such no, bull. I think they relate to him. I think, that, they, I think the media members relate to the seventh-round pick from Northwestern more than they relate to the hotshot guy from Memphis. They do. They, they do. do. They you, just you, do. You're talking out of your ass. No, I'm not. They root. You. Yes, yes, Dude, you are. I sat you, you, there. you don't know what you're saying. I stood. You're next not there to... enough to say that. You're not there enough to make that. I was that, there for ten practices comment. last year, and you... I watched them. I watched. I watched Trevor Simeon throw bad ball no, after bad ball after true. bad ball, that's and not, not see a tweet from anybody. If anything other than me. Let me tell you the. Let me tell you the truth. Oh. Paxton is one of the more approachable dudes in that locker room. One of the nicer dudes. If your strategy, your philosophy, were to really play, then they'd be. I mean, come on, man. I'm telling you, I'm right on this. Trevor's, I was there. A, ro- I Trevor's, a, Trevor's a rock over there. I Trevor, wi- Trevor's not approachable and communicable and all this stuff like Paxton. I witnessed it firsthand. No. People, I think you're wrong. They were, I think you're fine. right. I think, okay. I think you're letting your biases shine this nope, morning. No, I have no bias. I don't have a bias for either guy. No, no, you, your bias is you want to be right. Well, I don't want to be right. That's I am your right. Bias. No, so, but see, that's your bias. You hold by your your whatever you say okay. back in July, well, but I and said you this, don't bend. I said this all training camp. I said it when they were 3-1, and one and you and Leggy and everybody else was doing the victory lap about how okay. right you were about Trevor Simeon, and at the end of the day, who was right? Who was right? Who watched the 10 practices through the right lens, who was and right? who watched it through the I love Trevor Simeon because I can See relate to him because I was a nerd in See college glasses? You're who making, was that? You're making my point who was for that? me. I appreciate you making my point for me. So that was my you're first You're so point. in love with being right no. that it, it completely overshadows any sense listen, of objectivity. Wait, that was just point number one? Yeah. Listen, listen, I, second one coming? I fell out of love with being right a long time ago. Things get old, right? Like I just uh, it, it happens so much. So I'll, read, I'll read some of the texts. Hang on, let me make one right, more ahead, point. Apparently has one more point. One more point. Okay, so the Broncos are going to get rid of Aqib Tlaib because they want to see what they have in Bradley Roby. Sure. Give me a freaking break. Much like the Wade Phillips deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really? They want They haven't seen what they have in him? And he, you know what? Here's here's the thing, John. If you want to see what you have in, in Brad, Bradley Roby and what this team looks like without Aqib Tlaib, go watch the last three and a half quarters of the game at Oakland last year. 
when Akeem Talib got kicked out and you had Bradley Roby, Chris Harris Jr., and Brandon Langley as your, as your three DBs, go watch that. Go watch the third and ten when it's 21-14 and you need to get them off the field and, and, and Carr just throws up a jump ball and Brandon Langley runs around like he's, he's trying to catch fireflies and can't find the football. This is just such bunk, but this is the crap that the Broncos put out there and people just run with it and nobody has a critical thought of like, well, we've already seen this. Well, hold on. Well, that's even, it's it. even Brendan Langley too. It's not even Brandon. Yeah, even, the guy even, was that unmemorable. But but getting rid of Akib is more complex than that. What if you need to make money to go get your quarterback? Would you rather have the big name quarterback or the big name cornerback? What would you rather have if all you have room for salary cap wise is one? I'd rather have the big name expensive quarterback mm-hmm. if that's what they were getting all they're getting is the expensive quarterback that they're going to overpay for and that's silly and dumb and a mistake so okay those are my two points mm-hmm. i'm off my soapbox time now for our power five question of the day today so hot right now let's dive into the power five brought to you by johnson auto plaza where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day well we're moving on in honor of here. We're doing something about the best TV song from TV shows of the 70s and 80s. Well, yeah, the Nuggets are in Dallas tonight. Oh! So, we should have had the Dallas theme song there because it ties to the TV show Dallas. And then we're going to do the best TV theme songs of all time, which they really don't do anymore. It's one of those things that has gone away. Now there's not even theme songs. Now they just go straight to the... But, like, we just heard that moving on up. What show was that? Jefferson's. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Or, you know, you, you hear the, the theme song from, uh, all those great 80s shows, Family Ties and, you know, Too Close for Comfort and all the, the bad sitcoms that we grew up on. We all still know the theme songs. So based on the fact the Nuggets are in Dallas tonight, it's one of the most iconic theme songs of all time. We want your suggestion on the, uh, Altitude 950 text line 30933. The best TV theme songs of all time. Ever. Ever. Mm, ever. There are some iconic theme songs out there. Now, this wasn't a great theme song, but it was a theme song of my childhood. The MASH, just the helicopter. It's a great song. Well, do you know the actual name of that song? No, not at all. Can you sing it for us one more time? No, I'm not going to sing it again because you know what? It it was depressing. It It was a depressing song. When you hear the name of the song, you'll know why it's so depressing. What is the name? Suicide is painless. Okay. Is the name of the song. Why the hell would they put that on the I don't top know. of the show? It's just, I'm a MASH guy. I know the name of the song. What a horrible song. So it's depressing. But when you hear that song, the minute you hear like the first three notes, you think of 1035 at night on Channel 9, the news just ended and it's on. Exactly right. That's what you think of. Exactly or how about right. Cheers? Cause then it became Cheers after yeah. the news, you know, where everybody knows my name, that theme song. They're, they're, they just put you in a time and place. Um, Marty, Marty gave me a list here of theme songs, uh, that we've come up with and perhaps my favorite and I think the most iconic on this list, Fresh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? I mean, that turned into a, that turned into a song, like a real song. Everybody knows this song. It's a Will Smith song. This is what started the Will Smith movement right here. Now that's a great one, and I, there are people out there who could do that word for word, but the other one he's got on here, Brady Bunch, you could do that right now off the top of your head. Here's a story, lovely lady. Yeah. That was rap before rap. <laughs> I don't know if it was rap before rap. This was a rap? 
but it's one of it's those that you, you know about? every word, even though you haven't watched an episode of Brady Bunch in years. They're coming in on the text line 30933. By the way, Vic, we've got another pair of Nuggets and Lakers tickets for this Friday over at Pepsi Center. Favorite one today, we'll give two tickets to. Good. Joe, I don't want to see any yellow. How about Joe Cocker, Wonder Years? That theme song? Oh, yeah. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Yep. That's a great one. How about the last one on your list? Everybody knows this one. This one is going to be iconic for years to come, considering it's in syndication right now. And I hate this song, by the way. It's so stupid. It's so 90s. It's just so stupid. I don't get it. I've actually heard of it. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like it. But you know exactly what you're referring to when you hear that song. Yeah. We finally got to a relevant decade. That was a nice change of pace. Yeah. Uh, the Sopranos was a weird song. I don't know the Sopranos. See, see, that falls into the too recent, like they don't really have theme songs. Did they have a theme song on that? Apparently well, there's did, a theme song. Did you watch the Sopranos? No. Well, okay. Wait, wait, hold that. Hold that. You didn't see the Sopranos. Well, I've seen like an episode. I wasn't a huge fan. Wow. Those man. HBO shows don't have theme songs. Did wow. Breaking, did Breaking wow. Bad and, have and a theme yeah, song? It did. It had like the little chemistry theme song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they don't, they didn't have words. They didn't tell a story like they do. Like they did back in the day. You want the, che- you you want want the cheesy for the Brady Bunch. You, you the want Brady the Bunch, one. if you've never seen an episode of the Brady Bunch, you watch the opening credits, you get it. You get the whole gist. Mm-hmm. Now I understand why these people are living in this weird house with green carpet. You got it. Mm-hmm. Where, why are all these kids running Sorry, around? don't like complicated I got it. TV. I, saw, I heard the theme song. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Who's the boss? Watch the theme song. Tony Maselli comes sliding into home right, plate. I, softball. You I need to it. watch a TV show I, and I'm, not to think a little I'm bit. I'm going to test you guys. Ready? Because we got all kinds of texts coming in on favorite theme songs for shows. Forget the shows. I'm going to text. I'm going to test you. Either hum or sing these songs. Ready? Ready? Okay. Saved by the bell. Um, gosh, I can hear it in my head. Hang on a second. Come on. Come on. This is your wheelhouse, HW. Saved by the bell. It's honestly too old for me. Somebody's gotta, somebody's gotta get it started. Now I'd, I'd be fine with it, but I, that's, I'm, Jesse, it's not hitting me. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, dog in his homework. You guys are pathetic. <laughs> Alright, ready James? Sure. Joe writes this, Joe came up with this one. Different strokes. Different, uh, different, God, I'm, why am I blanking all of a sudden? I mean, that's a show I grew up on with Mr. Drummond, uh, and Arnold and Willis Jackson. I can this name all the characters. I, I, how about I'm this not one? a good music guy. Can we give you one? Yeah, give, how about this one? Facts of Life. Facts of Life. No, 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 no. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an easy one. one. I got that right? one. You know shows by their by I, their song. I want the Dallas theme song when we come back. That's what I want to hear. That was majestic. How much of Fresh Prince can you do? I, to, I'm not a nun because I can't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> right now I'm paralyzed in my own terror. <laughs> but Isn't uh, it West Philadelphia, born and raised? Yeah. Playground for us. That's a pretty damn days. good song. And it pretty much tells his story. See, I think the, I think that Will Smith song and the Brady Bunch, pretty much the same theme. You Both asking raps. me to sing songs that I know so well was my brain just froze up like when Shannon Sharp asked me to tell a joke on the yeah. team bus. I had nothing. I got something on a text line here. The, uh, the Adams family. That's an easy one. Yeah. Everybody knows the Adams. I used to love that show. I hated the Adams. What do you want us all to snap it together know. or something? You got the Vic Lombardi show. 8-12 on a Tuesday. Think of it. Your favorite theme song to your, not necessarily your favorite show, your favorite theme song. What is it? 
Coming up on the next Brownman and Hastings. Scott Hastings will be from Dallas as the Nuggets take on the Mavs. We'll have a conversation with Chauncey Billups from ESPN. Of course, former Nuggets great. We'll head down to Scottsdale and check in with Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster. And speaking of Scottsdale, we'll also have a conversation with AT&T's Jeff Houston about his expectations for the Colorado Rockies. And we'll talk Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk Mavs and tanking. That's next on the next Brownman and Hastings. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. When it comes to learning the facts about Colorado State Tax, there is only one website that has all your answers. Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to understanding Colorado tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away 24-7. From filing and paying your Colorado taxes to business sales tax questions and more. Visit colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's a crash blocking the right lane on northbound I-25 in the Tech Center approaching Dry Creek. Traffic slow almost all the way back to Castle Pines Parkway. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. And still working that five-car accident on eastbound Highway 36 approaching I-25, almost four miles of backups through there. Just like kids here, children across the world have big dreams for their future. Give one child the opportunity for a better tomorrow at unbound.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This is a pretty damn good song. This got you all riled up. Yeah. Was it a Friday night or Thursday yes. night? Show? No, it is Friday now night? Friday night yeah. at eight o'clock. I just finished watching Dukes of Hazard, yeah. and by God, the, the 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 characters from Dallas are about to come on my screen on CBS. God, that was great. Power Five question of the day: Favorite theme song from your shows growing up or current shows, whatever. You know, we're. We're, we sound pretty dumb because we can't come up with this, but we're not as dumb as we sound. We're going to challenge you. We have so many texts coming in so far. We have a pair of Nuggets Lakers tickets for Friday night. We're going to give these away, and here's how. Get on the phone lines, 303-753-0950, 303-753-0950. I want to get this out of the way right now. Let's just do it now. You call the show, and we're going to hit you with three questions to glory. We're going to give you three shows, three iconic shows, you have to hum or sing their, give us some semblance of their theme song. Okay. And if you're three for three, you're going to the game. You want to uh, make this like real official? Yeah, why not? All right, let's do it. Any sports. Jokic for three. Got it, nothing but net. Any team. He scores! Nathan McKinnon! Any era. And Elway going for the bomb right at the asset. Goal caught by McKeel. Touchdown! But there's no time to Google. Oh, man. Three questions to glory. You see how we freeze up every time we come up with a song, a show, we can't think of it? I would see how you do. I would be terrible at this. However, if they played me the song, I would nail it. Because when they play the song, it it, it hits you. You recollect something right away. When you... When you have to come up with it, when you have to do it backwards, that's tough for me. My I'm mind's not wired that way. Mine I'm not musically either. inclined. Mine isn't either. But we'll but see if some people are. I can remember being in the family room on Hermosa Court on Friday night at eight o'clock as soon as I heard the Dallas theme song. Right, I remember I, here's it. There was macrame one. on the wall. Right, here's another one. Give me the Dynasty theme song. Oh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. See, see, if what I I'm heard saying? it. I would see? know. Okay. I would know. It's it's the Carringtons are about so to be on. This is an impromptu three questions to glory for yeah. Nuggets tickets, but it's got a twist to it, Vic. A twist is we give you three shows, three very notable shows of the last thirty years, forty years, whatever. Give us your wheelhouse, I guess. And if you can get all three correct, you got the tickets to the Nuggets Lakers game. All right, let's all right. let's give this a shot. This this could be another disaster, or it could be great. We'll see. Hold on. Who's first on the list here, Jesse? Uh, let's go with Derek. And remember, no cussing. <laughs> you had to remind him because we had the problem last time. Yeah, Derek, you're on the show. What's up, buddy? Oh, hey. Hey, boy, don't be so enthused. Don't be so enthused about this, Derek. What is your, uh, what is your wheelhouse? What era? Uh, 80s, 90s. 80s, 90s. Okay. Ready? We're going to make this very easy. I will give you three shows. You give us some semblance of their theme song. If you get it right, our judges will decide you're going to the game. You ready? Here we go. Yep. Cheers. Jeez, Derek, right off the bat. Oh Bye. God, no. See no. you later, Derek. See? No, no. See? See you later. <laughs> Bye. See, everybody makes fun of us. It's, it's not as easy as it sounds. It never is. We got Jack on the line. Jack, you've got the Vic Lombardi show. How you doing, Jack? Uh, good. How are you guys? Good. What is your wheelhouse era? Where do you want to go? 80s and 90s. 80s and 90s. You ready? Yeah. Give us the theme to the Flintstones. Oh, God. 
Bye-bye, Jack. Thanks for playing. Okay. I, I mean, look it. Do I have to prove my point any other way? No, you've, you've proved it. I, but I'm, I'm sitting here looking at lists. I'm like the A team. <laughs> I have seen the A team a thousand See, times. When you're under duress, it's a different deal, and as bro. As soon as Jess, I could name the A team theme song yeah. in three notes if Jesse yeah. played it, but you can't come up with it. I can't come up with it off the top of Renee. my head. Renee. Renee, you're on the Vic Lombardi show. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Nice to hear a female voice on this show. Renee, thanks for listening. <laughs> Are you ready? What 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 era do you like here? Let's do 80s and 90s again. Yeah, okay. Very easy. Here we go. You ready? Uh, I think so. One day at a time. <laughs> okay, very good. She made a noise. <laughs> We're giving it something. <laughs> one for one. She made a noise. She's one for one. All right, how about this one? Wonder Years. No. Yeah. What do you mean, No. What do you mean no? They don't tell Alex Trebek no. I don't yeah. like that question. Sorry, Renee. Thanks for playing. Appreciate it. No. She wants to set the rules here. I mean, we are making it up as we go, so we might as well take Renee's input. Again, 0 for 3 right now. Uh Next on the line, <laughs> Max. Max, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Let's see if you know your music and know your shows. What, what era? Uh Let's go as early as you can. Okay. That's fine. As early as I can? 70s, 80s. All right, ready? Yeah. I Love Lucy. Uh, I Love Lucy. Jeez, uh, I can't even do it. Uh, <laughs> All right, thanks. Thanks for playing. See, see what I'm saying, man? This is so difficult. It's so funny, <laughs> really. It's, it's funny. It's You know, it's a great social experiment. Do we need to change it to two questions to Glory? Uh, we, hell, we could do one. I'm sure. I'm not even sure Renee so got far, it. So far, all we got out of Renee was... <laughs> and that qualified. That's the only noise we've received. <laughs> we got a noise. <laughs> I mean, the theme song oh, to God. One Day at a Time is literally the words... One day yes, at a time. Exactly. Manual. Manual, you're on the Vic Lombardi show. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. You want to go to this Nuggets Lakers game? I sure do. All right, well then come up with something here. What era? Eighties, nineties. Eighties, nineties. You ready? Yeah, I sure am. This this should be very easy. Miami Vice. Uh, good enough. Good enough. That's good enough. That's good, good enough. That's one. All right. Now this is one, and it, it, the show wasn't on in that era. But if you ever stayed home from school, you always watched this show, the Andy Griffith Show. Good enough. Good enough. We got a whistle. We got a whistle. Here we go. One more. Are you ready? I sure am, man. Sanford and Son. You got it. You got it. That's it. You got it. See, this guy's musically inclined. Manuel, uh, congratulations. Good well job, buddy. Done. Good job, buddy. Hang on That's the line. Fine. You're That's going to the game. Good job. That's how it's done right there. See, that guy knows his stuff, man. There it is. There it is. <laughs> See, I would have. I, I wouldn't hear it. I, I yeah. know it. When you hear it, it's easy. Santana. Red Fox. So all people had to do was make three noises. Yes. And they were going to win the yes. That was it. That was it. Oh. Let me give you, let me just give you a couple more. And again, these are iconic shows. Gilligan's Island. Ah, uh, gosh. Okay. How's it start? It's about the, on a boat. And I don't know. I keep and thinking and about the stupid Brady Bunch in my, gosh. Oh, that's I, Brady Bunch. Yeah. I, I'm terrible at it. But What's, if you played it, I'd know it. Seinfeld? So, See, I think the way the, bra- the, the way the brain is wired. See, this is what I, when the brain is wired with a certain song that dominates 
I can't, like the Brady Bunch song keeps replaying. Every time you say a movie or a show, I'm thinking the Brady Me too. Bunch song. Me too. That's I stuck can't get in it my out head. Of my brain. It's stuck in my head. Sopranos, See? Brady Bunch. Here's what I want to do after the break. Lovely I'm, I'm lady put, I'm, and his mafia brother. <laughs> I'm going to put Marty to the test here, and it's right before he has to do his sugar fix, so he's going to have to hustle here. After the break, I want him to come back and play some 70s and 80s theme songs okay. and see how many of you see, and I can get. that's different, though. Again, I want to see if we can get them. Do you remember the show, uh, Name That Tune? used to love yes. that show. Yes. Right? It's just three boom, boom, boom. Love that show because that triggers a memory bank. When you're in charge of the memory bank, it's why you're wired differently. That's why Manuel, Manuel, I guarantee Manuel's in the music business somehow. He's wired differently. Gillian's Island. There. Why could we How, not, how could we not get this? A millionaire and his Are wife. We stupid? Like, yeah. Are we just stupid? No, we're just crappy at the game we just invented. No, and I think you're just kind of embarrassed to start singing on the radio. That could be too. Man, when these people Manuel call had in, no problem yeah, with it. He wanted the nuggets. Did you hear him at the end? I finally won. <laughs> I finally won. Manuel, thanks for playing. Uh, when we come back on the Vic Lombardi show, I want to sort of recap our piping hot takes this morning. And I want to dig into what the Avs and Nuggets have in store for them tonight. Two key road games, winnable road games. Neither team got much help last night. Nobody in the Western Conference, NBA's Western Conference, loses anymore. They all win, it seems. So the Nuggets got to do it on their own. And same goes for the Avs. Again, we talk about must-win games. The Avs have 17 left on the schedule. The Nuggets have 19. These two games tonight are must-win games if you want to make the playoffs. They just are. If you want to start accruing points and wins, you have to win these kind of games. I'm getting protests that Manuel didn't get Sanford and Son correct. What do you mean? Uh, it was close enough for me. It was me. good enough for me. It triggered I mean, a memory. Everybody else other than Renee... Couldn't even make a noise. Renee, three, made, Renee made three noises and we gave it to her. <laughs> 5356 five, says, Manuel gave you what's happening, not Sanford. What's the difference? I there? don't care. Good enough. They could tell that I, was what's yeah, happening. Like, how would you know? <laughs> what the texter said. Don't shoot the messenger. Come on. Um, Vic calls himself a doctor, but needs an education, at least culturally. Really? Okay. Texter? 1299? Okay. Give him a call. Give this guy, call the show right now. Call the show right now. We'll put you on the docket right now. It's not as easy as it sounds. Trust me. No, it's not at all. Did you see how much longer his text was than what you read? I know, but it's too long. Don't like write so much. I mean, we write a thesis. Is this a college thesis here? Talking about the, the theme song to MASH, societal suicide. Comedy, quasi pro military, those are the rudes, some of the words he's using in this text. Calm down, dude. It's a sports show. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Is the home of the Abs and Nuggets playoff push. Takes a three pointer. And right now, every game is critical. Only one station brings you the analysis, the players, the coaches, the games. Key again dials it up with deep water. And the tickets. The home of the Avs and Nuggets. Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on Saturday, March 24th at 7 p.m. versus Vancouver to honor one of the greatest athletes to ever step on a field in Colorado. Shot by Junior and... 
Come rock the Loud House as the Mammoth honors the great John Grant Jr. by raising number 24 into the rafters at Pepsi Center, among other Colorado legends. As always, there will be tons of great lacrosse action as we at the Mammoth pay a special tribute to the one they call Junior. Don't miss us. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From routine scheduled maintenance, computerized alignments, to shocks and struts, we do it all. Did you hit a curb? Come in for a free alignment check. Mention this ad and get a computerized alignment for only $60. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Service you can trust at a price you can afford. When America says give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus. When it comes to learning the facts about Colorado State Tax, there is only one website that has all your answers. Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to understanding Colorado tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away 24-7. From filing and paying your Colorado taxes to business sales tax questions and more. Visit Colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Have you heard of thousands of people earning money with a second home? Companies like Airbnb have created a whole new industry for people to tap into the multi-billion dollar industry of renting. If a second home purchase has not crossed your mind, it should. Because you could easily make a couple thousand dollars more each month if you list your second home for rent or as a vacation property. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. Real estate has consistently been a great investment and qualifying for a second home may be easier than you think. Interest rates remain low and you can put as little as 10% down. That's right, 10% down. A second home could be more consistent than stocks. A savvy investment if you ask me. But don't just take my word for it. Talk to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 traffic update. We have a report of a crash on westbound I-70 at Federal. That westbound stretch slow all the way back to York. This report is brought to you by Compassion International. And an earlier accident on northbound I-25 near Dry Creek has been cleared, but northbound still slow approaching C-470 and through the Tech Center. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Bonanza. That's easy. No doubt. Bonanza. Bonanza. It was more of a 70s, 80s show. Hey, what was that show... Where homeboy from Bonanza, the younger kid, went on and did his own show, and he came out of a tree, and it was in a weird world. It's like an Alice in Wonderland meets the West show. Do you remember that? No. Yes, you do. 
I'm just not describing it properly. You're making it up. No, right. I'm not. All right, before we get back to the theme songs, I, I, I got to tell you what I witnessed in the break room and see where if you're going to break the tie here, Vic. Mm-hmm. It so wasn't we, that weird, by the way. No, no, it's weird. We go in there. There's just like nobody around. Wait, wait, he was in here last week. You know, last week in the break room, mm-hmm. what was on the table, like eight pairs of Daisy Duke shorts in their packaging still. Somebody, Interesting. Various somebody gave sizes. Those away. Yeah. It was there for the taking. Yes. I yeah. took I took two. Um so anyhow, that's your fancy black shorts. So there's a um there's one of those big giant Ziploc bags. Stuffed to the gills with homemade chocolate chip cookies. Great. Yeah. Where can I get some? In the break room. He has Will has no idea who brought them. No idea how long they've been there mm-hmm. and he just starts housing them. Good. I ate one. Good for you. I'm not eating what? something that I don't know who made it. What are you afraid of? What if it's like dog hair lady? Do you think somebody's going to come in here and try and lace these with some type of no, drug? You, you've uh, been to enough places where you see, you see the people and they're like, oh, yeah, everybody loves my dog, Alfie. And Alfie's licking her hand and then she starts rolling cookies and matting them down. And then Alfie licks her hand again. Like, you want to eat that? <sighs> Only you could uh, you're weird. honestly criticize someone walking into a break room, a very normal thing yeah. in an office, and finding a bag food. of okay. cookies and eating no, a cookie. Let yeah, me put this another weirdo. way. Let me put this another way. So you're telling me there's not a single person that works at this radio station that you wouldn't be like, I ain't eating dinner at their house. There's not one person? I, if it's a homemade meal, I'll eat there. I don't care. It's someone who brought cookies at yeah. 8.15 a.m. And there's no there's not a ton of people in What's the building problem? yet. So if, I, if I knew who brought them, then I can make the judgment. It's probably the guys yes. from the mix or the wolf. Well, if Dom brought them, I'll eat them. If Jeremy brought them, I'm not sure. You got some problems. <laughs> Uh, on the text line, people referring to Michael Landon, not Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, Michael not, Landon. Yeah, but he had another show. He had another show. That other dude, they were in another show where he's like a cowboy. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Maybe it's not Michael Landon. So every time I think of Michael Landon, it reminds me, of, I went to Kansas City for the NCAA tournament. We stayed with this college, for, this college buddy at his house. And his mom had a picture on the fridge of she and Michael Landon. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, that's me and Michael Landon. That's when he was still alive. And I'm like, well, no, crappy was still alive when you took you the picture. You got a picture of him. <laughs> Would you have a picture of his corpse? I just thought it was the funniest thing. I, Did I you eat one it. of those cookies, too? What's going on right now? Yeah, you're in a weird mood. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> theme songs got me in a weird mood. We'll come back from break with uh, various theme songs just to test your will. Um, last night, the Nuggets nug- got no favors from anybody. The Nuggets, the schedule worked out. The Lakers lost again. To Portland. Portland's not losing anymore. By the way, I have a theory. And a Lake, plan. The Lakers were ahead late in the fourth quarter. You watch Damian Lillard took yeah, over. They gave it away. Damian Lillard scored 19 in the fourth quarter to win it for Portland. So no favors for the Nuggets there. Utah won. They beat Orlando. No favors for the Nuggets there. Who else won? San Antonio, San Antonio. beat Memphis by two. By oh, two. Okay, but think about the teams you were just hoping would do you some favors. The Lakers are the best team of the bunch. Yeah. Memphis stinks. Orlando's not any good. Like that's True. who you need to help no, you. I, I'm not. I'm not asking. I'm not begging here. I'm just saying. Sounds no favors being given to anybody in the Western Conference. Here's my theory moving forward. Here's what I think needs. It was going to be my hot take, but I had something else. Here's what I want to see develop in the Western Conference playoff seedings. Keep winning, Portland. Have at it. Knock yourself out. Portland's now 38 and 26, seven game win streak. They've won nine of their last ten. Keep her going. Do what you do, Portland. You want them to run away with the division? I want Portland to end up with the three seed. And you want Denver as the six? Exactly. It's not hard. See how you finish that? See, it's not hard. 
It's not that hard. Have Portland run away, win that three seed. Go I would ahead. have I, at it. I would love that first round matchup. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. I mean, come on. But really, Houston, Golden State, Portland. If the Nuggets are anything other than the seven or eight, I like their first round matchup. I'm fine with San Antonio. I'm fine with I Minnesota. I'm fine it, with that's Oklahoma what I was City. trying to say yesterday. Three through six is the sweet they, spot. They don't but how much fun would a Portland Denver oh first round series be? The rivalry between those teams, the Nurk factor, all that business. We that get to, would be fun. We get to take the roadie to Portland. That'd be fun. That would be a good time. I'm telling you, just keep going. Do what you do, Portland. Keep winning. Now I'm going to have to beg San Antonio, Minnesota, New Orleans to drop back. Is it bit. dangerous to root for playoff seeding the yes. position? Yes. Of course, because you don't know really from one game to the next what you're rooting for. I learned this lesson in 1996. I was rooting for Jacksonville, right. and Jacksonville came in here and beat the Broncos, and since that day I have not rooted for it to go any direction. And I told everybody in 2005 when they were all happy when Pittsburgh went in and beat Indianapolis, careful what you wish for, Big Ben and company rolled in here and beat the Broncos. Let's move to the NHL playoff front. Again, no favors last night. Half favors, I guess. Calgary merged with a point when it could have been two. Dallas emerged with a point, could have been two. Dallas has that first wild card, 80 points. The Kings have 77 points. The Avs are one back of the Kings at 76. Keep in mind, though, Colorado has a game in hand on both of those teams. The Avs are in Chicago tonight. A victory thrusts them into that number eight seed. So what do you want to happen in the NHL? Who do you want to keep winning? Are you a fan of the Wild? The Wild are 81. Do you want Minnesota to keep winning? Well, the, the key is that Pacific division, you need someone to fall off. You need both wild cards to come from the Central division because that will mean the Avs get in. You need yeah. five teams from the Central to make the playoffs and three teams from the Pacific can, can you please, to make the playoffs. Can you please remind me again how this works in the NHL? Because this is a little more complex with these wild cards. Who do the wild card teams end up playing? Do they play the top seeds? Do they play the lower seeds? Who do they play in the playoffs? I think it becomes fairly traditional again, right? I don't know. Answer the question. Does anybody have the answer to that question here? Who do they play? If you end up with the number eight seed, the second wild card, who do you play in the first round? I'm still caught up on stories. Does anybody about know this answer? Celebrities, so I don't know. I mean, there are five of us in this room here. Five. Not one of us know the, is that, is that stupid of us? Does anybody on the text line know the answer? If you finish with the seven or eight seed, you, you, who do you play? You either play the winner of the Central or the winner of the Pacific. Based on where you end up. Correct. So if you, fin- if you finish as the eight seed, the second wild card, you play the team with the best record. Correct. You, you would play Nashville. Okay. Smashville, Avs. Do you want that or would you prefer Vegas, Avs? Much I- rather prefer Vegas. So would I. Even though Vegas is a great story. Different deal in the playoff. I'm fine with either road trip. God, Vegas, first round? Come on, dude. I, mean, I think we got to do the show there. Come on, dude. Yeah, you practically have a second house there. <laughs> dude, that would be... See, here's what I'm rooting for then. I've established it already. I am rooting for a Nuggets-Portland first round series in the NBA and an Avs-Golden Knights first round series in the NHL. Done. Maybe we could go back and forth like with the road games because that Vegas to Portland flight, probably not Pretty bad. simple. Yeah. That, that's very simple for me. If there's a team out there, as much as everybody loves the expansion story, look out, Vegas. You know the playoffs are a different beast. Oh, give me just a different beast. Give me that matchup all day long. You got a you got an expansion team that's overachieved all year, or a team that was in the Stanley Cup Finals last year. Um, I'll take A. That's the easiest decision I've made all day. 
I'm, I'm glad somebody on the text line, a loyal listener, 6717, understands how dumb I really am and how I mix things up all the time. I was not referring to Michael Landon. It was Robert Conrad in the Wild Wild West. Do you remember that show? No. Where he goes into a tree. No. Come on. Yes, you do. No, He's wearing a cowboy hat. He, he nope. walks into a tree and I, crazy things happen. I think this is one of those rare instances where the slight age difference between us makes the difference. Because I think I was too young to have watched yeah. that show. Uh, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll debate you on the text line. A couple of people have already chimed in. No, no, no. The Avs are better off playing the Nashville Predators. Completely disagree. Nashville, Smashville made that playoff run last year. They, they're, they're playoff ready. You know, they, they know when to turn it off and on. You don't want a team that's already playoff ready and playoff experienced and has that playoff great. You want a team that hasn't been there before. Trust me on that. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, hasn't Vegas been up until now? They've been atop the Western Conference standings all year, right? They're already starting to kind of hit that wall while Nashville's turning it on. Here they are. They're the one I seed. would take an unproven would... team over a Smashville team any day of the week. No doubt. No doubt. And it's not even close. So we've we've established that on the Vic Lombardi show, we are rooting for a Nuggets-Portland first-round series and an Avs Golden Knights first round series. I'm not 100% sold on this Portland one. Well, do you have any? It's probably ideas? their most winnable. Do you have any better ideas? What do you want? Houston? Maybe I'm just rooting against my liver, but New Orleans would be a fun trip. Okay, for that to happen, craziness has to ensue. I mean, if we're rooting, uh, yeah, but you're being stupid there. New Orleans. I'm, I'm trying to say that in the most gentle way. New Orleans has won eight in a row. How? I have no idea. You think New Orleans is going to keep winning? Yeah, your your liver has no problem with Vegas, by the way. But well, New Orleans, Orleans you're a little worried about. Trump. Vegas, New Orleans combo hey, sounds good. Your liver could be battered in any town. <laughs> good point. Other than Utah. You know what's Salt funny? Lake. And I know you say don't look in the rearview mirror, but I'm sorry. That's what I'm wired to do. The freaking Clippers are only a half game back of the Nuggets. And Utah won again. They're only a game and a half back. Utah's 34 and 30. It doesn't end. Look, the Nuggets have a game tonight against a team whose owner got fined, what, $600,000 for admitting that his team was tanking. You have to win tonight. You have to. You win all three games on this road trip, then you come back for three, starting tomorrow night, national TV with Cleveland. You have to win tonight. I, 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 there's no other way around it. Uh, on the way to break here, Jesse, can you give us one of those uh, theme songs just to see how quick we can hit the trigger here? Here we go. He's going to play the song. And hey, Jesse, do it this way. Do it this way. Let's play Name That Tune. I want you to only play three seconds of this song. That's it. Three seconds and shut it off, and let's see if we can get it. You ready? Sure. Go ahead. Jesse's going to dial it up. Three seconds. Allah, name that tune, and we'll see. Three seconds to glory. That's it. Three seconds. That's how we should play. Ready? Go ahead. Three seconds. Okay, got it. That's easy. Larry David Show. Yeah, it's um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, the Larry David Show. Well, I got it before he did. No, I actually got the name you of the show. The but the I show. got the Larry David, which triggered your memory for Kirby Enthusiasm. So. Well, we should try it again. I didn't realize we were all participating. We'll part right, one the, more. Here we go. The memo right, listen. Let's, let's do it this way. That was too easy. Two seconds. <laughs> I can name that song in two seconds. Uh, go ahead. Hey, team. No, it's Magnum P.I. Oh, you're right. Gosh, dang. <laughs> you're right. Driving around in his... See how different it is when you actually play the song? His red 308 Ferrari. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. His tiger hat. But if I had asked you to do that just off the top of your oh, head, no you'd way. have no chance. Absolutely. Well, it's tough to do instrumental, too. 
Could we play one from like the last 20 years next time? No, no, I want, these gotta all be from the 70s and 80s. These are great. Well, that's fine. Jesse's choice. Jesse, you can play any era. Any era. But that's how we're gonna do it from now on. Tribute enthusiasm is like the 2000s. Man. Yeah, that's yeah, on dude. right now, man. It's like a new series of it, too. Like cup of coffee. That's fine. Yeah, what do you want? Your cartoons? Play cartoons for Will. <laughs> that's what he wants, cartoons. I think we'd get most of those, too. I'm a big cartoons guy. I could tell. Super Friends. <laughs> I would know it when I heard it. The League of Nations. Or whatever the hell when you used to have to get up at like 6 a.m. to watch <laughs> cartoons on Saturday morning. When we come back, Marty O with his morning sugar fix. Again, we here on the show have decided, although we haven't talked about it, we want a Nuggets Blazers first round series and an Avs Golden Knights first round series. I like that. I like it a lot. Julie Brahman. I sat up really in the three two four oh. third level. So Preds fans start yelling, "Let's go Preds!" All the Avalanche fans, middle aged people, start screaming back obscenities to the Nashville fans. And I'm like, "Well, this doesn't happen in 146." Scott Hastings in section three twenty four, whatever it goes, more like them saying, "We got spirit, yes we do. We got spirit. How about you?" And our side going, "I'll scream you, Hastings and Brahman. Weekdays 10 to 1, Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. 
The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's a three-car crash on the shoulder on eastbound I-70 after Federal, causing some backups through there. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. And in Boulder, there's an accident on the Foothills Parkway southbound approaching Highway 36. Traffic stop and go back to Colorado. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Is that a cartoon? Barney? Oh no! no. Just shut this off! Shut this off! This this angers me. That that one angers me. It's supposed to be a softball for Will. Yeah, Will. Uh, I was texting. We could have gone with the Rockford Files. Maybe a little Simon and Simon. Oh, Barney! Is there anything worse? Barney? You know, I had young kids once, and you grow up with those ridiculous cartoon songs that they play over and uh-huh. over and over. To the point where you start humming those songs. Mine was Dora the Explorer. Oh, God. Over and over and over again with my oldest. Uh, if you missed it, we, uh, we had a contest for a chance to win Nuggets Lakers tickets and, uh, Manual was our winner a couple segments ago. We played three theme songs or we asked him to identify three theme songs off the top of his head. He had to sing them. We gave him the show and he did it better than anybody else. He did it. He did it better than anyone else. That part of it's true. Did he do it? Eh, it wasn't great. Larry says, because of you cats, I've had the same theme song to the Rockford Files <laughs> stuck in my head for the last 20 minutes. Or at least I think it's the Rockford Files. I've got the Brady Bunch stuck in my head now. No matter what you say, the Brady Bunch comes to mind. I know. I know. No matter what. the story about a lovely lady no over what. and over and over again. Can you go any further than that? You've done that like four times this yeah. morning. Who was busy with three girls, three girls of their own? I can kind of do it. Alice. I want to hear Simon and Simon. Man, if you did the uh, modern version of the Brady Bunch, that was a crazy setup, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be what, honest. What was so crazy about it, Vic? Uh, Go on. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. I mean, some dude just... Did Alice live there? Yeah, Alice and brought home that freaking butcher. The, the butcher. <laughs> What was the butcher's Ed, name? Like Ed, I saw the way that Sam. butcher stared at Jan. <laughs> what was the butcher's name? It was Sam. Sam the butcher. Yes, thank you. 
Tell me, if you did a modern a modern we remake, should, we should get to the sugar fix we're, before you get yourself. We're Greg and Marsha thing too. Yes, of course. That's like the worst kept secret. Didn't the mom and Greg have like a fling yeah. in real life? Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh gosh, Lawrence Anderson and uh, what, what's his name? I don't know. You know, it always bothered me that the Brady Bunch boys were so unathletic. I remember watching that with my brother saying, God, these guys are, what the hell are they doing? Why isn't anybody playing football? I thought Peter was a football. Didn't Peter play sports? Greg didn't do anything. No. Anybody play sports? I don't think so. What are they doing all day? Dad was in drawn buildings. No, didn't she get him like a face with a football? Yeah, well, wouldn't you jam? Yeah. Uh, Marsha did. Right, they were playing football. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm talking about where was the whole narrative about going to a game and, you know, watching your team play? They never went to games, doing stupid obstacle courses and stuff like that. Where was that element? <laughs> Funny, the things that bothered you about bothered, that show. Oh, it bothered me so that much. That was it. That was it. It is nice, spacious backyard. Where were the, you know, with AstroTurf? Yeah. There were never any shows about the games. I think they had a basketball hoop over the garage. Never saw them, never saw them shoot. Did they ever use the basketball court? I don't know. You know who was the most unathletic person and it really bothered me? Hmm. Fonzie. Oh, God, you're right. He had not a lick yeah. of athleticism. To this day, I cannot take, I cannot take, uh, your boy who played the basketball wolf seriously because of his basketball. Michael J. Play. Fox? I, can't, I just can't do it. Yeah. The basketball skills. Family if, ties would be a great team. If, if you're going to have a wolf play basketball, at least show some skills. That is some one of, skills. One of the worst sports scenes Ever, ever put on, fi- ever. on film. At ever. least give, give me a body double. Give me somebody that has some skills. Yeah. A jump shot that makes sense. It's terrible. I cannot take your show seriously with that, that kind of talent. Sorry. Well, and they always have people on set to like, you know, make sure things are accurate and authentic. How do they never they have somebody on set on who that. goes, this doesn't look like basketball at all? Completely missed the How's boat. How's that, that person not there? Marty? Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam. Shake that. Greg in Highlands Ranch with a great text just now. Don't you guys wonder why Mike Brady was an architect yet he had six kids and two bedrooms sharing one bathroom? <laughs> Touche. That's very well done. All right, boys. Shaq turns 42 today, and on this day, he also ramped it up and dropped 61 as a Miami Heat member. Shaq is no, younger than me. How old is he? He turns 42 today. He looks old. Yeah. He seems like he'd be older than me. You guys, watch. Uh, He's S- a big dude. Did you watch SNL over the weekend by chance? I saw some of the clips. Yeah. Barkley. Barkley was funny. Shaq. That was pretty. He was funny. funny. He did a good job on that. All right, Tim Howard turning 39 today. Rapid season starts on Saturday against the Revolution. It's going to be 42 degrees, a little warmer than last game they played. Tim Howard is younger than me? No, that one I actually believe. How old is it, how, or how warm is it going to be for the game? 42 degrees, which right. is what the age Shaq is turning. All right. Some that. of my best recent World Cup memories are some of those Tim Howard games, what, f- five, six years ago? The game when he set the record for saves? Four years ago, it was whatever it was. Unbelievable. Yeah. That game is here this weekend, correct? No, it's on the road. Oh, it is? Their home opener is the 24th. Oh. Against New England? Mm, they're that, at, they're at New this England this weekend, yeah. yes. Sorry. All right, Jake Arietta is turning 32 today, guys. He does not have a team yet. He won the Cy Young two years ago. Where's he going to sign? Jake you know, Arietta's younger than me? There's oh, a boy. group of players, these free agents. Making it all about you again. <laughs> that are together. They're, they're actually working out in Florida. 
They've got their own free agent workout group uh, going through spring training, the machinations of, th- of spring training without a team. Based on the rocky spring training record, I think that team could beat Colorado. Mm. It's You're really going to read into a spring training record. You, you're not worried at all that they have the second worst record in all of baseball. The Broncos went 4-0 in the preseason, and all you told us was how bad they were. I'm, right. I, I get it. It's, all right, it's, so the Rockies are bad in spring training. I'm going to tell you how good they are. I just asked if you're worried at all. Not worried at all? None. Okay. Peter, Peter in Inglewood uh, writes in, Greg was actually shown as a football player in one episode of the Brady Bunch, got hurt, and Mom was worried he was going back too soon. Hmm. I don't remember that episode. Do you remember Joe Namath being on the show? I do, but I don't yeah. remember that specific episode where Greg, again, he didn't come across as an athlete to me. No, I'm with you. I don't, I don't remember that one either. James, the Rockies are so bad in spring training because number 84 isn't hitting home runs. I mean. Right, exactly. Some guy we've never heard of. I get it. I, I'm, I'm not putting too much stock in it, but I don't like being the worst team in all of baseball. That's a little concerning, or second worst team. All right, Marcus Smart turns 24 today. James, he's a little younger than you. <laughs> Spoiler there. Uh, he was on the trade block or on the yeah. trade deadline. We did not make a move for him. You guys like that? I would have loved Marcus Smart on this team. Again, I think you need one of those dudes. One of those dudes you never know what you're going to get out of them. Just a little crazy. Really I, don't know, I, don't, I, little I, I like the team as it is. I'm not changing anything. Huh? I'm, I'm just good. telling you, I think the Nuggets would be better with Marcus Smart on their team. Whose minutes does he take? I don't know. Figure that out later. Didn't he have an know. incident Earned in college him. when he was at Oklahoma State? He did something with a, a fan. Yeah, okay. a game, I'm going to stay far away from Marcus Smart. Really? Really? Yeah, so Baker him. Mayfield you're fine with. <laughs> but Marcus Smart you're staying yeah. away from. Like, do we want to have any sort of consistent standard? I'm fine, I'm fine with Aqib Tlaib. Yeah. Okay, so you're just all over the board, admittedly. Not really. Okay. You, so you, you and Vic. I like Jamal Murray and Gary Harris better. I show up and I'm just consistent day after day after day. <laughs> you couldn't even say that with a straight face. All right, I missed this one yesterday, but uh, Vic, your guy Rocky Blyer turned 71 yesterday. Oh. 71? 71 years old. H.W., be totally honest with you. You ever heard of Rocky Blyer? No. Okay, I want you to read the book. I want you to read. There's a movie made in a book. Among many things you won't do, Rocky Blyer, American Hero. That's a, that's a must read, or you could watch the Rocky Blyer story starring Robert Urich. I'd love to have the Vegas theme song at some point today. Yeah, the Vegas theme song. Off the top of your head. No way. No clue. No bum, shot. Bum, bum. Did I get it? Close. Yeah, close. <laughs> you and Renee. All you have to have is three notes. <laughs> All right, this day, 1945, the trampoline is patented. Did you guys have a trampoline growing up? Got yeah. one right now. Is there anything tougher? Bear with me here. Is there anything tougher for those of you who have engaged in this like I have? Putting together a trampoline. There is nothing in no. the world more difficult than that. With all those springs? Guaranteed. And you have to pull that sucker taut. I can't believe in today's era of lawsuits that they still manufacture and sell trampolines. Well, they got the little net around them now. I mean, if you don't have the net around them, you're dead. You, uh, you, I can't believe someone hasn't, like, snapped the spring back into their eye while putting it together and sued. Like, I cannot believe they still sell them. Although Sounds I have like a million-dollar idea. I have almost once, uh when my kid was younger... You know when you jump somebody? What do you call that? When you're in the trampoline and they jump, you jump, and then you purposely jump twice. So yeah. Kind of locks their knees up. Almost jumped them out of the tramp. I mean, it's yeah. almost over that little web thing. When we were, when I was a kid, we didn't have pads covering any of the oh, any yeah. of the bars. They were a death zone in the 80s. We didn't have anything covering the springs. It was just stay on the tramp or you're going to get hurt. Dude, I was, at, I was at my buddy Rich Apple's house right across from oh, Willis Case Apple. Golf Course. <laughs> I'll never forget this. And I think we were maybe 14, 15 years old. And he had a tramp in his backyard. 
And we decided one day, kids, don't try this at home. Let's go ahead and jump off his three-story roof onto the tramp. Let's go ahead and do that. Great idea. idea. Good idea. So we said, okay, let's do this. So we're sitting over the top, and I'm like, Rich, you go first. You know, it's your tramp. You do the honors. He goes, okay, but if I do it, you have to do it. I go, oh, I'm in. Sure. I'm in. He goes down. (laughs) Hit the tramp over the fence into the other yard. I'm sure. Over the fence. I'm out. I'm not in. And it's not, I don't think it's exactly a one for one ratio, but if you start three stories up, you're going to bounce the three stories up. First of all, he almost, I'll never forget it. The viewpoint I had, he almost missed the tramp because he, he didn't jump out far enough. So he gets just to the part near the springs oh. and it just launched him, man. There were so many things about that that were dangerous. How stupid were we? Trampoline though, a very underrated summer Olympic sport. That's fun to watch. Those that guys is. are crazy. When those dudes get up in the air. Yeah, you're right. That's nuts. I'll watch you guys that all used day. to watch slam ball? They did, uh, they I just did played remember basketball. Slam ball. Yeah, yeah it was, mm. that was a lot of fun. That's stupid. Pat Croce, the former owner of the Sixers, wasn't yeah. he kind of behind that? Uh, I think that was his sport. You thought slam ball was stupid, Vic? Yeah, that's stupid. I was a big fan, actually. Yeah, it was cool. I'm surprised I took it away. That's stupid. All right. In 1992, this show aired its last episode. I'm going to play the theme song and see if you guys can guess it. Yeah, got it. Can't remember, but I got it. (laughs) Okay, well, that'll do it. (laughs) I know the show. in the City. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I don't know. I don't know this one. Hold on a second. What year was it? 1992. Let me think. Oh, it's the Cosby Show. Yep, that's it. Gosh, doesn't once, sound like once the trombone or trumpet or whatever it was started playing. And that's it for me, fellas. Thanks, Marty. What, what'd you leave on the cutting room floor? Uh, Tom O'Hara in 1964 set a record for the mile, three minutes and 56 seconds. 3.56, huh? Which has since been broken like 10 times over. He's like three and a half seconds faster than our guy, Sir Roger Bannister. Yeah. Folks are reminding me that the move on the tramp that is so popular that sends somebody else springing is called crack the egg, whatever it's called. It's very dangerous. Blow an ACL. That's another crack name for the it. crack your head. Yeah, no doubt is what it is. Top of the hour, altitude nine fifty. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Coming up. Tonight, the Avalanche are in the Windy City to take on the Blackhawks. The puck drops at 6.30 with the pregame show gated away at 6.05. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Back on top, Harrison the three. From way downtown. Yes! And ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you. Oh, that's a dagger right there. That was absolutely beautiful. And this thing is... How did he do it? Over! Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I'm going to listen to a story about a man named Jed, a poor man. Beverly Hillbillies, come on, don't, don't insult me. Don't insult me with the easy ones. What a great show. He's just shooting. Dude's out there somewhere in Alabama or something. Where's he from? Arkansas? Oklahoma. No. Originally? I thought so. There's a forest down there, not a forest in Oklahoma. He's down I, from the deep it's south. In the song he's out there shooting. He's at, he's hunting and he shoots and all of a sudden there's some crude oil coming out of the ground. Yep. So he's, now he's a, now he's a millionaire and he takes his whole family and moves him to Beverly Hills. Black gold, Texas tea. Maybe he's from Texas. Anybody dumber than Jethro? No. In the history of movies or That's shows That's a good or power five at some point. Who was the dumbest? The dumbest ever. TV character of all We've time. We've done that one before. Have, Have we? we? Yeah. 
Because in honor of Gomer Pyle. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because he always calls him Paxton Pyle. I mean, Epstein or Horshack, it was one and two. Welcome back, Cotter. But then Jethro in that show was unbelievable. Oh, he was so dumb. So dumb. You know, I, I thought of that over the weekend watching the Oscars because Woody Harrelson yeah. nominated for an Oscar. The, the it's hard to guy. believe he was Woody on yeah. Cheers. For so many years played the dumb guy. Yeah. But then he had his sister in Beverly Hillbillies who was money. Ellie Mae? Oh, my goodness. In she that wore a kind of Daisy Dukes. In that cement pond. Uh-huh. In the what? Mm-hmm. That's what they call the swimming pool. Was Ellie Mae, was that the <laughs> cement pond? Sister? Or was that the, what was the old granny? Was, was she just granny? What are you talking about? Granny's a grandmother. I know. It's like a foreign language. Which <laughs> one's Ellie Mae? Is Ellie Mae the sister? Yeah. That's okay, Jethro's Granny sister. wasn't Ellie Mae. She was just Granny. Granny's just a grandmother. <laughs> why why is this a tough concept? To I have no idea what you guys are talking <laughs> I about. I don't understand why you no, having... This is like when I told you the Rockies started the season on a seven-game road trip, and you both looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, um, I want to revisit something that I played earlier in the show, if we can get serious for a second. Okay. Um, earlier in the show, I played some sound, and I had a couple people on the text line say, big deal. I thought it was a big deal because you have to know the context of the sound. High school player from the state of Alabama. At the time, I, th- I said he was from Philly. Couldn't be more wrong. From the state of Alabama, who played his final high school basketball game over the weekend. He lost in the championship game. And I, the reason why I, I, I'm just so over the moon with this is, you don't hear this kind of maturity out of 17-year-olds very often. So the game ends. He's walking off the court. They stick a microphone in his face. You know, he's talking to the media afterwards. And I just found this incredibly profound. Here's how he expressed his final game in high school and the value and the love he has for his high school coach. Just listen to this and tell me if this jogs any memories or if this this is what high school sports is all about. Play it. Championship and... Since day one, I remember the first day Coach Smith came in the gym. He told me, he said, he said, if you want to be a state champion, you got to be different. Everybody can't be a state champion. And I never forget a word that man said to me. And each and every second that wind down, I was just thinking, I got to be different. I got to separate myself. I got to separate myself to show that I'm different because I wanted to be a state champion. We fell one point short, but I know all of those young guys in that locker room, they have a bright future because everything that I've been through, they're going through, and they still have to go through. So it's only going to make them better. This man right there is the best coach I ever had in my life. I wouldn't trade him for the world. That last line just got me because right after he made that line, they pan over to the coach and he's crying. Head coach is just in tears. His players saying that about him and that Coach-player relationship, especially in high school, there's nothing better, man. There, There's nothing better than that. When a guy has that kind of impact and influence over you. I go back, and the reason why it hits home to me, I go back to my childhood. The biggest role models in my world, not just my teachers, but my coaches, because I consider coaches teachers. My coaches, man, growing up, huge role models for me. Huge. And in this day and age, I think what happens, especially for youth sports, a lot of the coaches end up being fathers of certain players because you know nobody wants to coach anymore I, I coach my kid you coach your kids in flag football yeah you don't get those independent coaches who have no no skin in the game I when I played football at sixth seventh eighth grade our coaches they didn't have any relatives on the team there were no kids nephews they were just coaching for the love of coaching 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were just coaches. They wanted to coach the sport. But I kind of look back on it and think to, you know, being six, seven years old playing soccer and had two coaches who had no connection to the team. It's a little odd. I thought it was great. Why is that odd? See, it's odd for us today. I know. Because you'd say, why are they wasting their time doing this? No, They're no, not no. wasting their time. My coaches growing up, none of, I can't, I'm trying to recall how many of them actually had connections to the team and I can't off the top of my head remember any. Okay, but if I just went out and coached some random six-year-old soccer team. Because you love coaches. You wouldn't think you, that you, was odd? Today it would be. That's why, that's why it's changed so much. That's why it's so different today. Today it would seem odd to you, but I think it's wonderful. That you, that you love the sport, you love teaching that much, you love coaching that much. Did Walter Matthau have any connection to the Bad News Bears, or well, did he just coach the team? Wasn't his, uh, stepdaughter the pitcher? Oh, that's right. Tatum, Tatum O'Neill was his stepdaughter? Was it step or real daughter? I don't know. I don't remember either. That's the only connection he had with the team. Cause that, that, that character seems absurd today, right? Will, will you agree with me though? Uh, I think the bane of youth sports, and it's no one's fault, guys. It's nobody's fault. Cause, you know, we, we all help coach. I, I wanted to help coach my kids' teams just like you did. Very rarely do you get that coach who doesn't, who doesn't have a, a family connection, who's just coaching for the sake of coaching, for the sake of teaching, for the t- sake of the sport. I think that's beautiful. We don't have enough of that anymore. Well, I, the other problem is you get a lot of coaches who don't know what they're doing. And that's why a lot of the parents step in and say, let me take over. Right. Let, let me do this. Let me, let me handle this. The reason I'm coaching, I'd much rather be sitting up in the stands. I, I miss it though. Just value what you've got right now. You'll miss it. Trust me. Oh, I believe you. I believe that. You'll miss it. Were your coaches growing up, were they relatives, HW, or were they? No, it was more family friends. So they, they had some skin in the game. Sure, I guess, but it's, you know, I don't know. Is that an oversimplification? Yeah, I, it is, but growing up, you have to have those kind of role models that aren't related to you. That's all I'm saying. You have to have people outside of your sphere, outside of your uh, family and that, that affect your life. And that's what coaches are. That's what coaches do. That's why coaches are so important. They were for me. And I know people listening to this program, they, you got one coach in mind who changed your life, right? Who affected you positively. There's always that one coach. Who's yours? One coach. Uh, well, the name that pops to mind was my soccer coach, George Perret. Why? I don't know. He just, he, he, he had a love for the game, a passion for the game. He was actually trying to teach us, you know, this is back in the eighties. Nobody really knew much about soccer, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, uh, and trying to instill us, instill in us the right way to play. Um, so that was part of it. And then it was also just, uh, you know, he gave me a, a job on the team that was an area of responsibility and basically said, it's yours. You got Hello, it. Were you team manager? No, 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 no. My, my role on the team. Was, I, I you see. Got it. I see. You as a and team I like somebody putting faith Wa- in me. Water, you in charge of the water, water boy, orange slices <laughs> every game. No, mine would be my high school basketball coach, Todd Chase, because mm-hmm. he basically made me realize I wasn't as good as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit of a wake up call for an 18 year old. Marty, do you have a coach growing up in uh, the outskirts of Chicago that impacted your life, that changed your life, that influenced you? Uh, my uh, Little League baseball coach is pretty good. I had him from when I was like 5 to when I was like 15. Why? He was pretty tough on us, and that's not really how I grew up. So, so you needed that? Yeah, it was, yeah. So you needed that balance, to me, right? Yeah. I, I told you guys, my 6th grade football coaches, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, Mark Girardi, great, Nick Curry, all those guys, man, they were... They were strong-minded individuals, put it that way. 
They treated that, they treated youth football seriously. And I needed that, needed that kick in the butt. And I thank him for that to this day. That's why we started talking about Larry Eustachy the other day and yelling yeah. on everybody. Everybody's so soft. Man, I totally disagree. I think you need a good butt kicking. I don't have a problem with that. I, that was the thing. Like, I think we were on the same page on 90% of that conversation. I just didn't think it needed to turn into a bully and abusive situation. And your coach you're talking about doesn't sound like he was remotely in that camp category just because he was tough on you. I read where uh, CSU has hired a, um, uh, I'm not sure, a coaching search party, paying them 25 grand to go find a new coach. Is this common practice now to, to hire yeah. people? Is that, is that Isn't what that the AD's job? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, schools do it all the time. CU did it in their yeah. searches. Is Whatever happened to just making some calls? You have to hire people to find coaches? Those seem odd. Tell you what, I'll save you some money. Call me. Give me a ring. I got you covered. I'll find you a coach. Call the doctor. You got the Dick Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Going up on the Tuesday edition of Kreckman and Harris. Kreck still out. I'm in Josh Dover. Myself and Ryan will discuss the Nuggets getting the wrong end of NBA calls. 538 has an article. We will dive into the numbers and see why the Nuggets have been screwed so often. Plus, we'll check in with voice of the Nuggets, Kaz, and voice of the Avs in Radio Moj. Oh, yeah. To give you the insights before the big games, two games to watch, two games to listen to, do it all on Altitude. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing? financing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Did you know there could be toxic radiation in the indoor air you breathe? It's radon. 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 A colorless, odorless gas that can only be detected by testing. So it's best to test with Ace Radon to find out if you're breathing radiation. It's the only way to be sure. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. There are several radon measurement devices available today, but you don't want to trust your health to an improperly calibrated do-it-yourself gadget that may render misleading results. Instead of wasting your money, trust a radon test performed by an ACE Radon certified professional. If you have radon, we can help you take the right steps to clear the air you, your family, and your pets breathe. Race to ACE for an initial professional radon test starting as low as $50. Just $50 to be sure you're not breathing indoor radiation. 
It's best to test with Ace Radon. Race to aceradon.com. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Gain practical experience with emerging technology and equipment not found in the civilian world. The Army National Guard can get you started in an array of STEM-related career fields such as information technology, communication systems, special forces engineers, technical engineering, air traffic control, and chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear science. Get a head start on your career in an exciting new field while earning money to pay for college, all while serving in your own community. Log on to NationalGuard.com or talk to a recruiter in your area to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Walks in and shoots and scores! Nathan McKinnon! He sent a laser right past Dubnik's ear inside the far post. And the Avs cross-ice pass comes to the Cobra. Read things. Altitude 950 wants to send you and a guest to see the Avs take on the Kings March 22nd. We're doing it with another Ultimate Avs VIP experience all this week. When you hear Moj's call of Nathan McKinnon's snipe against the Wild, be the third caller, 303-753-0950, and you're in the running to win a pair of tickets to the Colorado-Los Angeles game on March 22nd. The winner of this contest not only gets the tickets, but we'll get to ride on the Zamboni at Pepsi Center during intermission as well. Call now, 303-753-0950 to get qualified. Fad and Dakona continuing to send great texts, some of them too long to read. Is your name really Fad? Fad and Dakona, thank you very much for participating in the show today. Uh The Avs are in Chicago tonight, and the Nuggets are in Dallas, which you call a double-dip night at Altitude TV. It's always a challenge because we have one studio, and we have to trot people in and out to get the pregame and postgame done. How do we do it here? Which which station is carrying Nuggets and Avs. Uh, tonight, the Avalanche are here on Altitude 950. The Nuggets are on 92.5. How do we determine who goes where? It's always the first game to start is on Altitude 950. Tonight, I believe they're the exact same start time, so it was like a coin flip. All right, so here's what we're keeping our eyes on tonight in terms of the NBA. Clearly, the Nuggets-Dallas game. Other games that matter if you're watching from home. Let's see. Houston at OKC. Obviously rooting for Houston there, correct? No doubt. Yes. You can't catch the Rockets. The Blazers, second game of a back-to-back. They're hosting the Knicks. I don't think there's any chance the Knicks win a game there. I don't either, but it would be a nice surprise. By the way, have you seen, as much as we like Emmanuel Moutier's stats as a Nick, his plus-minus since joining the Knicks is bad. Like, really bad. Like, alarmingly bad. Like, whoa, what is going on bad? Uh, also tonight, the Clippers host the New Orleans Pelicans. Who are we pulling for there? See, that's a, that's a tough one. Do you want the team to come back to the pack or do you want a team to go away? I'm all about looking out the front window. So the team ahead of me is the team I want to lose. Really? Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm already ahead of the Clippers. If I, I just win and I don't have to worry about it. I'm rooting for New Orleans in that game. Okay. Let's look at the NHL. In addition to the uh, Avs and Blackhawks, which gets going at 6.30 tonight. Games that will impact the Avs. 
Let's see here. Minnesota, Carolina. Minnesota's got a pretty good lead there. So this game is in mini. Clearly, you'd love Carolina, East Conference team, to win that game. Dallas and Nashville. You want Dallas to lose. Go Preds. Yep. Anaheim hosting Washington. Be very nice if Ovechkin and company could go beat the Ducks. So there are three or four games in each sport that impact the local teams. And this is why I love this time of year. This is why I enjoy it. Because it's not just your team you're watching. You're watching other teams and how they respond, how they impact your team's chances. It's not technically the playoffs, but both Coach Bednar and Coach Malone have basically said, eh, it's more or less the playoffs. And I'm paraphrasing, but that that's what it feels like. A great article in uh, the Players' Tribune by Kevin Love. And I know you read it. I read it coming in. Kevin Love wrote a nice piece about how he's been suffering panic attacks during the course of a game. In the middle of a game, he had to leave because he had a panic attack. Nothing new. Um, I know a lot of people, me included, who have suffered similar attacks. And it goes back to what we talk about all the time, mental health in this country, how it's become a taboo subject. And more and more people are opening up now. More and more people. Do you think it had anything to do? Do you remember when Kevin Love was berated by Isaiah Thomas for missing a game, leaving early one? Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you guys remember that? I do. You remember when, how it was, what, a month or yeah, two ago? Yeah, it caused some serious friction in and that Cleveland. team meeting. Now, do, do you think he'd take all that back if he knew what Kevin Love was really going through at the time? If that's the reason he left the game, then yeah, I think he'd take it back. There's a great line in this Kevin Love uh, piece here that he wrote himself for Players Trivia, and it's 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 perfect, really. Everyone is going through something that we can't see. Everyone is going through something that we can't see. He's exactly right. He is, but do you real uh, like? I'm going to give a- Isaiah Thomas a little bit of a break because if you were on a team, you're in the middle of a game, a guy leaves, he has no apparent injury. Mm-hmm. Your instinct would be to be upset. You like, what the hell is he doing, right? Right. You wouldn't assume he has something like this going on. I think it's a little bit on Kevin Love to tell people, at least the people who need to know, what the situation is. Here's, well, that's why I wrote the article, I yeah. think, because he didn't even know at the time. I mean, in the article, he said he was walking room to room looking for something he couldn't find, and he ended up at a Cleveland clinic. Well, I'll, I'll, hmm. I'll read to you what he wrote. It was in the middle of the game. Coach called a timeout in the third quarter. Kevin Love goes to the bench, says, I felt my heart racing faster than usual, facing uh, trouble, having trouble catching my breath. Hard to describe, but everything was spinning. Coach Lou came up to me. I think he could sense something was wrong. I blurted something like, I'll be right back. I ran back to the locker room, running from room to room, like I was looking for something I couldn't find. I was just hoping my heart would stop racing. It was like my body was trying to say to me, you're about to die. I ended up on the floor in the training room, lying on my back, trying to get enough air to breathe. And this episode happened during a freaking game. That's scary. That's scary. And anybody who's had a similar situation um, knows how scary that is. I mean, I think everybody in this room has had one. I've had a couple um, before going on air. Back in my Channel 4 days, I had a couple of anxiety attacks. I figured, what is going on right now? And I think there's a difference between a panic attack and an anxiety attack. Now, I don't have a clinical answer for that. I don't that, know either. With a doctor. On Thursday will help us out. But it's very revealing. I think it's so helpful when guys like Kevin Love come up with articles like this. It's just so good to read this. That's, you know, not one or two guys. This happens everywhere. They're humans too, I think is the takeaway from this. I would encourage you to read it on the Players Tribune. Is, is the Players Tribune owned and operated by LeBron? Is that one of his things? No, or he's an uninterrupted, right? Is that what he does? I don't know. I think the Players Tribune is Derek Jeter. Is that who it is? Yeah. 
Now he's got a bunch of other people that are involved and they become contributing editors and et cetera, et cetera. But I think Jeter started that when he retired. So if somebody from the Players Tribune wrote a piece that attacked Akib Tlaib and he was a fellow player, would he consider him a member of the media? I don't know. <laughs> How would he react to that? You know, and somebody wrote us earlier and said, ah, yeah, you media types are all the same. You hold grudges, you play favorites. And I, I take issue with that. I mean, if anybody were to play favorites, we would play favorites with a guy like Akib. He's on our show every week, right? Is he yeah. on our show? But in this case, I think he's wrong. I think Akib is wrong. Well, some of your guys' of media. best debates, honestly, in the last year was the day after the, the Crabtree incident in, um, in Oakland. And then mm-hmm. we had Akib on, I think the next day, and and you two, I mean, it was very objective and fair. I like Akib. He's been great to the show. He's been nothing but professional to deal with on putting together his weekly appearance. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to sugarcoat it if sure. I think he's wrong. And I thought he was completely wrong in that instance. Um, and I think he's completely wrong in this one. He's just off base. I get where he's coming from, and he's entitled to that opinion. I just thoroughly disagree with it. I I really. I hate it when people say you play favorites based on how they treat you. I just think that's, if you're a member of the media that does that, and I know many do because it's human nature, I think you're abusing your role in the media. See, but I, I think it does happen because when I was, when I was working for the team, I saw firsthand the fact that Brian Greasy didn't kiss the media's butt, uh, and they would ask him questions. I'll never forget being in the locker room. And they kept asking him questions. Same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he was just smart enough to not fall in the trap, right? And his answer, and I'm paraphrasing, his answer was basically, guys, you can keep asking me the same question as many different ways as you want. I'm going to give you the same answer. And the media didn't like that. He wasn't a media darling. And I think people were more critical of him than they were of guys they did like. They were critical of him because his career didn't pan out the way people had hoped. Mm. I'm look. They were critical of him for many of the same reasons people were critical of, I don't know, Kyle Orton or whatever. But Brian Greasy was better than than people. But like, gave I'll, him credit I'll for. give you, I'll give you a classic example. Jay Cutler. I didn't mind Jay Cutler. I liked Jay Cutler. I know people hated him in town. And a lot of people ripped Jay Cutler I based on the but based on. Didn't the you like Jay thing. Cutler because you knew him a little better because you had that show with him? Maybe, yeah. Because didn't you guys do a show every week together? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jake Plummer, who at, at times was, remember how much heat he took toward the end of his career? No doubt. I love Jake. But don't you think people look back on Jake Plummer's stint with the Broncos differently now because we've all come to really like Jake Plummer? I, I'm just trying to give me an example. And again, you guys name out where personally you held a grudge because of the way they treated Remember, give me an example, and I'll try to defend myself or my cohorts. Where you did it? Anybody. Or you're asking listeners yeah, to come anybody. up with it. Yeah, give me an example. Brock Osweiler. I, have you ever heard me rip Brock Osweiler for whatever reason? What are you talking about there? I do think, and you, you disagree, and we disagree, yeah. you disagreed with me in the last hour. I think during the quarterback battle during the, during training camp, because mm-hmm. I saw it firsthand, mm-hmm. the media reviewed practices through a lens that favored their Guy. They liked Trevor Simeon. They could relate to Trevor Simeon. They were rooting for Trevor Simeon and they graded practice and commented on practice based on that like. They liked Simeon. They didn't like Lynch and that's how they reported. Okay. I saw it firsthand. I I, I I watched it. I can only place myself in, in the shoes you described. 
You think I evaluated quarterbacks based on who I like? Not you. I no, mean, no, not no, no, no. We're not, not saying you. you. Wasn't you. But I saw many members of the media, writers and hosts I, I, on other I'm, stations. I'm struggling, do I'm struggling this. to, I can't identify a single member of the media who would have done that. Oh, come I can't. on. I can't. Man, I sat there next to him while they were tweeting, and they would tweet when Paxton Lynch threw an incompletion, and then Trevor Simeon would throw a pick six, and they wouldn't say a word. I watched it happen. Vic, are you easier on some guys is what I was getting at, because you liked them that, personally. That's, that's a better question. That's what I was question. getting at with you. That's, you that's, came on these airwaves, and you told us about how you bro-hugged Isaiah McKenzie. That's legit. That, see, that's a legit question. That, that's what I was that getting that at applies, with the Osweiler. That applies more than the opposite. Exactly. Harder on a guy because there's a lot of guys that never talk to me. I don't rip them. That's their right. There's a lot of guys I'm like, God, that guy's a, a you know what? But you know what? That's their right. Now, you're, you're on to something there. You cozy up with a dude. Will you give him the benefit of the doubt? Sure. Human nature. The day Paxton Lynch threw the ball that hit the wall inside the Broncos facility, everybody talked about that. Nobody talked about the fact that in the four-minute drill at the end of practice, Trevor Simeon was a complete and utter failure, and Paxton Lynch was great. All they wanted to talk about was the ball mark on the wall. There you go. You wrote about it back in July. <laughs> what? Well, that was August. 2716 chimes in on the text line. Remember that time Manchester was right? Yeah, me either. That's what he wrote. I'm just reading what he wrote. Trevor Simeon. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Back with Nick Groke of the Denver Post, live from Scottsdale on your Rockies. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House Saturday at 7 p.m. for Military Appreciation Night. Tickets start at just $10 and can be purchased at AltitudeTickets.com. Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time! That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with home-style gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your home-style favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com. That's BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. The Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. 
Scott Aces here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Adventist Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. There are steps to take to become great major league pitcher. And you look for, you know, those guys who, you know, who are consistent and pass the test of time. So rough starts are going to happen. But I do know this. John will gain from that experience. He'll gain from that ball game. John Gray, an ace. He thinks he's an ace. The skip thinks he's an ace. Rocky's spring training. We bring in the righty. At least I think he's a righty. Nick Roke of the Denver Post. He writes for a living. Nick, are you a righty or a lefty? Uh, oh, righty all the time. Are you? There, you know, there are a couple of players on the Rockies who they throw, like Tyler Anderson throws with his left hand. He writes with his right hand. You know, I read your, I read your piece over the weekend. It was wonderful. That, that was awesome yeah. about the autographs, but that's crazy. How does that, that happen? I don't know. They, they didn't even, I asked them, I was like, how did that happen? They're like, oh, just, I don't know. They, they couldn't even, describe, they couldn't even explain why. They throw with their right and right with their left or vice versa. Either way, or that right is right. just nuts. Yeah. And, and like, but, and a lot of other mixture things, like, you know, I said, so how do you, how do you, you know, what's, you know, how do you shoot a basketball? Well, right hand. So how do you eat with a fork? Well, my left hand. It's like all mixed up in every different direction. Well, the only thing I can add to that equation, I play golf right-handed, but I bat and play tennis left-handed. And I have no idea you're, why. You're, you're versatile. That adds your versatility. It's no, I'm just confused. Right. Confused is what I am. <laughs> you know, to me, the greatest and to me, the most amazing trait in baseball is the ability to be an effective switch hitter. Now, there are a lot of guys who think they can switch hit and can't, but those who, I mean, who, those who do it well, that's amazing to me. Who do the Rockies yeah, no, have that, that can switch? I don't know if they have a switch hitter right now. Alexi Almarista was a switch hitter. The, uh, it's the value. I mean, it, it tends to be players who aren't especially good on either side of the plate, but they can get it done on both sides of the plate. They, they can be competent on both sides of the plate, which is a real value. Um, especially in the National League when you have to match up late in innings. Uh, if you can get on base, if you can make contact out from both sides of the plate, you don't necessarily need to hit monster home runs from both sides. Uh, it can be a real value, even if even if it sort of distracts you from being a good, like a great hitter from either side. If you can be a good hitter on both sides, it's a yeah. real value. Sometimes it used to upset me. I remember when Dexter Fowler used to switch back and forth, and I'd say at times, "Come on, dude, just stick to one side and master it. Quit bothering." And it bothered the heck out of me. Now I know what he was doing. All it just extends your career, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Yeah. No, it's one more element that you can essentially put on your resume that says, you know, here, here's the thing that I can give to you, my manager. And, and they like that. They like those options. 
Hey, um, I'm reading uh, your stuff over the weekend, and we're wondering the same thing. Now that the Rockies are entertaining the uh, move of making uh, a Blackman a middle-of-the-order hitter rather than leadoff, you came up with your lineup, your batting order. Uh, can you refresh us? Tell people what you think the Rockies will look like on opening day. Well, like, that, that was a very – I mean, when I said that, I, I was I – was, yeah, that was a moment of – a weakness, perhaps. Of insanity? To be, so, to be so strong, in my opinion, with like three and a half weeks left to spend training. But as it sits right now, I think it's actually a lot more obvious than it seems, even though um, there are now two young players, David Dahl and Ryan Altapia, who are basically at the major league level. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more obvious than, than maybe we're trying to make it out. I, I mean, to me, I, w- I would guess at this point that Gerardo Parra is, is a – is a leadoff hitter, even though he's later in his career, his OBP, his on-base percentage hasn't been tip-top um, over the last few seasons. He's done it before. He's been a leadoff hitter. He was a leadoff hitter for a long time, so he knows how to do it. Um, I, you know, if if they're if they really are going to move Charlie Blackman to the third hole, um, which seems to be basically a done deal, um, they they're they're doing that to put runners on base in front of him. Sure. And the the options, you know, I don't I don't see how they can keep Gerardo Parra and Ian Desmond out of the starting lineup at least to begin the season um, as corner outfielders. So you're basically you're basically choosing at this point between Gerardo Parra or Ian Desmond at the top of the order. And I, I think Gerardo Parra is. I mean, and we haven't seen him. He he broke. He had to have surgery on the hamate bone in his hand, which is. Significant, but not completely serious. He'll be back here soon, um, and he'll be ready. He'll likely be ready for the beginning of the season. I think he's a better option at that point. So it would be Para, and then basically fall together how you might expect after that. DJ LeMayhew hitting second, which he's done very well. Mm-hmm. He he is their best on base percentage guy the last couple of seasons. So Para LeMayhew, then Blackman hitting in front of Arenado, which is completely crazy. Um, they, they're not going to be able to pitch around. Charlie Blackman hit 37 home runs last year, mm-hmm. and they won't be able to pitch around him because Arenado's right behind him. Yeah. How many how many teams have two freaking MVP candidates batting back-to-back like that? Three, four, isn't that? I mean, that, yeah. that's I mean that's scary right there. Yeah. Um, the, what they really need to do, it's, I, I'm in some kind of bizarro spring training at this point. There are almost no questions at this point about Rocky's pitching. I mean, it's almost basically set, which I haven't been able to say in five years. Um, their, their lineup, though, has a lot of questions. They need to find some home runs. They need to find power. And if so if they can maximize power from the two guys they know they're going to get it from, Nolan Arenado and Charlie Blackman, um, then I think that's how they're going to try to extend it because they don't, they don't have corner out, outside of Nolan Arenado. They don't have corner power. You're not going to get a whole lot of home runs from Para or Desmond. And Ryan McMahon is a rookie first baseman is a big question. We don't know what he's he's capable of doing on the major league level yet. So uh, if they can get as much as they can out of the power from Blackman and Arenado and then hope for the best from Trevor Story hitting fifth behind Arenado, um, then I, I think that's what they're they're essentially trying to do. How has McMahon looked so far in spring? Uh, he's been very good, actually. I mean, scouts that I've talked to for other teams uh, are very impressed by Brian McMahon. They think that he was he was sort of the, the Rockies' best or near best prospect uh, the last couple of years. Um, <clears throat> he has a very nice left-handed swing. Uh, he he 
still freaks me out because for all the world, he looks like Troy Tulowitzki. If you sort of blur your eyes, um, he looks like a left-handed Troy Tulowitzki at the play. <laughs> and uh, it just kind of, kind of how he runs sort of too, looks like Tulo, and it really weirds me out. But um, he's, his defense is coming along. He's a natural third baseman. He came up as a third baseman, and they converted him to first because they need one. Um, and he's the, the, his biggest question, because I think he – his MO is that he's a very good hitter with power. He can he can hit the ball in the gaps. He can hit home runs, um, make contact. Uh, that's less a concern, I think, than his defense, only because, you know, we see night in and night out, Nolan Arnauto making crazy, unbelievable plays at third base, but often those plays, because his range is so wide at third base, it requires him to get the ball to first, by hook or crook, however he can get the ball to first base, uh, he'll do it. And he, he he needs a wide target at first base, and that requires some athleticism um, at first base. So we need to we need to see Ryan McMahon uh, sort of evolve beyond just the basics of being a first baseman. He needs to be able to corral the wildness of Nolan Arenado. I asked Ryan McMahon the other day if he's practiced yet. You know, especially sort of in, in midsummer, late summer, we'll see Nolan Arnold skip throws to first base on on purpose because the sun sets behind left field and it's right in a first baseman's eyes, and he'll skip a throw on purpose uh, to make it easier for them. Wow! And I asked him if they, if they practiced that yet, and Ryan McMahon said no, um, although he heard that Todd Helton had kind of come up with that idea. There are little intricacies like that that he'll have to kind of pick up along the way, and that's that's sort of the biggest question I think for Ryan McMahon at this point. But we, I mean, we do we do also though need to see him prove himself at the plate at the big league level. Sure. His time last year in September was so minor, so so small that uh, we we I don't think you could make any conclusions about what kind of kind of hitter he is. But um, I, I'm I'm very curious still about his defense. Well, Nicky, while you're on the subject of Arenado, he uh, came out and said uh, he'd love, love to see the Rockies bring back Carlos Gonzalez. I mean, here's a guy that's basically campaigning for his buddy. What are the chances? Where are we with that? Is anybody spoken to Cargo? It seems, it seems like a, a very long shot at this point. Um, and it is, it is the clubhouse is strange right now. Um, he, you know, <laughs> Nolan has the locker that Cargo used to have. He was sort of it, – it was in the very, very corner, um, and it used to be Cargo, and then, like, next to him was Nolan. And they – I mean, you, you're you're sitting next to a guy day in and day out for, you know, six, seven weeks of spring training. You, you really get used to that sort of environment. And it's it's weird. It's strange not having Cargo around. There are, there are, there's a lot less laughter. Um it's a it's sort of a slightly heavier atmosphere, if that makes sense, just because cargo was always lightened the atmosphere uh, so well. Um, so it's it's weird. I think that's kind of what Nolan is talking about when he says he really misses cargo, just because he he just made life so much better and easier for them on a day in and day out basis. Um, that's what I think. That's what Nolan is saying he really misses. But the chances of of that, you know, of, of cargo coming back, I don't see any indication that that's really a, fee, you know, an actual possibility. Hmm. Although, if if something is going to happen, I mean, we're getting we're getting into crunch time here with a lot of these free agents, and there are a lot of them still available. Greg Holland is still out there. 
Jonathan Lucroy, both Rockies last year. They're still they're still unsigned. Um, on Mar- I don't even know what are we March sixth, March seventh, right now. You March sixth, yeah. In, you have to get into a camp. It, like this is a this is a make or break week for a lot of those free agents. Or, or you're not going to be ready for opening day. That's the bottom line. You won't be yeah. you won't be ready. And um, I you know to, to me I still think that for cargo, I mean all everything that you would you would suspect uh, might be the path for for a cargo is an American big team. Um, somebody like the Baltimore Orioles, possibly the A's. Um, you know t- teams that can use him as a as a designated hitter. Um, he's a lefty. He would be pretty valuable to to an American League team. Um, his value with the Rockies, though, specifically would be, I mean, it would really be as a clubhouse guy. It's just, you know, when you look at the, there are teams that could use him on the field better than the Rockies could. I see that. His, his value with the Rockies would be in the clubhouse, and I don't, I don't know if they're willing to do that. He is the pride of Arvada West, covering the Rockies for the Denver Post, Nick Roke. Nick, enjoy the last couple of weeks there in uh this, the warmth of Scottsdale. We'll see you back in town when we get going for opening day. Hey, Vic, real fast. The, I, there are people, seriously, people already lobbying for Arvada West grad Roy Halliday to get an early induction into uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame, which is which is normally you have to wait, uh, you know, longer time than yeah. you would have to wait. But uh, you might hear more. Speaking of Arvada West, you might hear more and more about that. Yeah, how do they do that then? I mean, do, is that just up to the voters? Do they have to get a special? Uh... Exception from the hall? Who's in charge of doing doing something like that? You know, I don't know how it would actually start, but it's written in the rules that uh, if a player passes away, you you can waive the. There's an exception for them at some point. I don't know if they have to make an actual declaration of that, hmm. or if, if he just shows up on the ballot. I don't know, but uh, there will be there will be a hearty push for him to be inducted sooner than later. And rightfully so, he's a no brainer for the Hall of Fame. Nick, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Nick, thanks, man. Thank Nick. Croke of the Denver Post. Go back and read his article that he penned over the uh, penned. They don't pen them anymore. They type them. The article he wrote over the weekend about autographs. I found that intriguing. You know, we've all asked and received autographs at some point from notable athletes. Just how the Rockies players approach that, and how at some point they ask for their own autographs. You know, that's the, that's the new thing. I remember when Peyton played for the Broncos. It was astounding to me. Everywhere the Broncos went, I, I witnessed it firsthand. How many fellow players in the league asked for Peyton's autograph after games? It was amazing. In Kansas City, guys coming up to the team bus as the Broncos are leaving. Kansas City players, Jamal Charles asking for Peyton's autograph. They understood the impact. They understood the moment. They're like kids. They're like the rest of us. Final segment coming up. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House Saturday at 7 p.m. for Military Appreciation Night. Tickets start at just $10 and can be purchased at AltitudeTickets.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. 
So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From batteries to fluid flushes, even engine diagnostics, we do it all. Survive the winter drive with these savings. Mention this ad for $25 off brake pads or shoes. Plus, we offer a free shuttle to work or home. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, service you can trust at a price you can afford. America comes to Brakes Plus. Have you heard of thousands of people earning money with a second home? Companies like Airbnb have created a whole new industry for people to tap into the multi-billion dollar industry of renting. If a second home purchase has not crossed your mind, it should. Because you could easily make a couple thousand dollars more each month if you list your second home for rent or as a vacation property. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for my friends at American Financing. Real estate has consistently been a great investment and qualifying for a second home may be easier than you think. Interest rates remain low and you can put as little as 10% down. That's right, 10% down. A second home could be more consistent than stocks. A savvy investment if you ask me. But don't just take my word for it. Talk to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Text line saying, uh, Vic, have you, have you talked about Kerfoot and his colorblind glasses yet? It's not Kerfoot. It's Tyson Yost. It's a great little Simon and Simon there, right? Jost. There you go. <laughs> Simon and Simon? Is that who mm-hmm. that is? Rick and AJ. I had solved some crime. Are right we still doing me. this thing? Went right by me. Mm-hmm. Rick drove the pickup truck. AJ had the sports car. Again, I was not a Simon and Simon guy. Oh man, you missed out. You missed out. You should really like do a deep dive on YouTube today with Simon and was Simon. Was not episode. a Simon and Simon guy. Followed by Riptide. God, what a great lineup that was. I think was. this has been like your favorite two hours. It's, this ever. has been maybe my favorite part of ever doing this show. Was just talking about seventies and eighties TV shows. <laughs> and yet you still can't hum any of them. Uh, I do that one. Flintstones. Flintstones. Yeah. All right, that's easy. All right. That's easy. Because if, if, if the name is in the song, then it's easy. If the well, name these the instrumental song. ones are hard. That would be difficult to do. On the text line 2716, is there any chance that at the end of March you can send Manchester down to the minors so you know he can um, sharpen his game? Wow. Yeah, that's tough. I can come back to 
around football season and tell you guys what's going to happen again. Cuban Benny writes in, Nolan's dad goes to the same picnics as my dad. Told you last year, if cargo goes, so does uh Nolan. Mm. Mentors mean something to some people. Uh, listen, I'm uh, I'm in the camp of they need to bring back Carlos Gonzalez. I think he'd be great in the clubhouse. I think he's the way he swung a bat, uh, swung his bat in the in September last year is encouraging. I want him back, but you can't be held hostage. the The tail can't wag the dog here. It can't be, hey, you need to spend money to bring my friend in and have him on the roster. That's not how this works. Uh, that's that's does it work with some guys? Balderdash. But does it work with some guys in some sports? Some guys have their pets. Okay, did Peyton Manning have certain slot receivers that he liked? Yeah, but that guy could still play. Sure. I mean, was, was he the best slot receiver the, in the league? But you're the guy that told us Cargo still has value on this team, so why would not? I'm fine. I I, I know, so I'm a little bit speaking out of both sides of my mouth here because I do bit. think he could play, but if Breidich doesn't think he can play, Breidich should make that decision based on that, not based on what's going to make Nolan Arenado happy. Man, you are the anti-LeBron this morning because that's all LeBron does. All Cleveland does is make moves to make LeBron happy. And how's that you know, team look at the Well, moment? I'm just telling you. What? Some people hold the power. The guy right behind you. The guy right behind you. He's got some power. Von Miller? Yeah. On the television screen. What's he on right now? Is he doing uh, first, first take? take? Von could restructure his contract and help him sign Kirk Cousins, who he's so adamant about lobbying for. Yeah, that's always interesting how they're lobbying for. And if they went to him right now and said, would you be willing to take half of your salary this year, maybe move it to the next year? Would you do that for Kirk Cousins? I would guess the answer would be no. Brandon Marshall played with Kirk Cousins in a flag football game, really liked the way he looked. What do you mean? That was the story I think Nikki had this morning. 2716 says, Manchester has no cre- credibility. He loves the food at Casa Bonita. I don't know where that lofty accusation came I've from. I've never eaten at Casa Bonita, yeah. not one time, ever. Now, if you want to criticize me for that, that's fine. But I, So to say I like the food at Casa Bonita is... Totally wrong. Stefan totally writes in, fellas, just read Kevin Love's article. Great read. Thanks for recommending. That's what we do. Chris and Bailey writes in, just so you know, Vic, 100% of your audience does not play tennis. You might want to keep that to yourself. What's wrong with playing tennis? I, I don't, I don't get it. Nothing wrong with playing tennis. I, you know, I'm not very good at it, but I'll go play occasional tennis. If you were down in Arizona, covering spring training, maybe play a little yeah. tennis. What's the problem? Get it done faster than you can get around a golf in. I wish I had the skills to play tennis like competitively, because I got friends that play in leagues. I wish I could do that. I just I'm not good enough skill wise. Well, I'm sure there's a league for people with your skill level. Yeah, I don't like. If it's not the real game, I'm not playing. I'm not like starting. You know, like people say, hey, why don't you go play ice hockey in a league? You'd, I'd love to play hockey, but I'm not starting over at the age of 49. What about I'm not, not going to learn how to go play a game at 49. What about pickleball? That's tennis, essentially, for old with, people. Uh, like with wiffle. I've seen it. It's, it's not te- just for old people. It's not like racquetball. It's tennis. Let's let's say what it is because I've done stories on it. Pickleball is tennis for old people. That's what it is. Is that the I'm one in the cage? I'm not offending anybody. That's the truth. It's tennis made easy for people who can't bend down and move. Is it indoors? It's outdoors. Is it like in those cages, though? I don't know what you're talking about. I, don't know I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a tennis type, ping pong type, human no type game. Let's get to Marty before he keeps getting more things wrong. Check the facts, please. It's a real thing. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, plenty to get to today. James, you said a funny thing that left us all in disbelief. Let's listen to this. This is going to sound funny coming from me. But it does bother me when... <laughs> 
<laughs> media members are overly negative. Now, That's oh so my good. God, I know. Hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> Jesse, did you get that? <laughs> oh, we got it. Uh-huh. It does. It bothers me when media members are overly negative. I don't. I think you guys. So do you bother yourself? Class, how does classifying this me as overly <laughs> negative is totally in a. It's in. It's inaccurate. By the way, I think we have to change your name from Manchester to Winchester. Because yesterday, you know who passed away, right? We didn't even talk about it. Your boy didn't even get to it. The his, great David Ogden Steers. Who played? Charles and Emerson, Charles Emerson Winchester III. He had the English accent. He was the doctor with the English accent. He was from right? Boston. Here's how he was described. Well, he had an English accent in the show, by the way. He was from Boston. I'm, I'm just telling you how you, how he was on the show. He was the perfect foil for Alan Alda's lovable, wisecracking character, Hawkeye Pierce. He played the snobbish Winchester. That's like your role on this show. <laughs> you're lovable you're my, Alan Alda. Exactly. I'm the lovable <laughs> Alan Alda, and you're the snob. You're Hawkeye, and I'm Winchester? Yes. You are forever now Winchester. Fine. I'll be the sports snob. No problem. Go on. All right. Uh, we were talking a lot about trampolines today. Now, I had never heard the abbreviation of tramp before for a trampoline, but Vic, again, set a world record. Let's listen to this. Then he had a tramp in his backyard. Let's go ahead and jump off his three-story roof onto the tramp. First. You know, it's your tramp. He goes down. <laughs> hit the tramp. He almost missed the tramp. Almost <laughs> jumped him out of the tramp. <laughs> Hold on a second. You've never heard of the term tramp? No, I've always just said trampoline. It's always been a tramp. Is that a Colorado thing? I think I go trampoline, yes. What? It was always a tramp. If somebody so comes up and says, hey, oh. you want to go jump on the tramp? Trampoline. Yes. We always knew what that meant in our neighborhood. Of course. I don't know. You you young people, man. <laughs> I guess it could mean something else in other neighborhoods. Apparently so. Jump on the tramp. Did you not have trampolines? Did you not have tramps in Chicago? We had trampolines. Uh, not so sure about tramps. So. <laughs> Let's move on. What else you got, Marty? All right. We had trivia today about uh, TV theme songs. We had listeners call and uh, hum certain theme songs, and it went poorly. Uh, my favorite one was Renee. Let's listen to her. Here we go. You ready? One day at a time. <laughs> Okay, very good. She though. made a noise. We're giving her something. One for one. She made a noise. She's one for one. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. She was brave enough to try. Can you name the uh handyman on one day at a time? Oh, I'll get with the mustache. Yeah. I don't remember. Schneider. I yeah. have the actual theme song. You want to hear if yes. you got even close? Yeah, let's, All right, let's listen. This is it. Is that the show that spawned Valerie? Yeah, Valerie yeah. Bertinelli. Yeah. She was the cute sister. Valerie and there was the ugly is. sister, and she had all sorts of issues. Valerie was... The mom was Valerie. Bonnie something or Wait, other. wasn't Valerie married to Van Halen? Yeah, I think they may still be married. Valerie Bertinelli. Mm-hmm. And that's it today. And actually, there were no vegan comments at all today, so well done. I can do it in a long time. I got a water dash at the very end. Somebody on the text line, somebody on the text line, three five five says, "Hey, I'm 33. Grew up in North Glen. It was always called a tramp by everyone. Exactly. I I don't understand why that's an issue. Everyone at some point enjoyed a tramp growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Weird show. It always it always was a tramp. I'm with you. I'm with you. Jesse, fire us up. This the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. What does he expect Mark Tisla to say? And and it's it's Mark Tisla's fault because he's not rooting for the for the Broncos. He's not a Broncos fan. He's not cheering for the Broncos. So things would have gone differently if when they're in the middle of their 
eight-game losing streak after they lose 51 to 23, 51 to 23, with rising star Joe Woods calling the defense in Philadelphia. 51. They get a 50 burger hung on them. If Mark Kizzle would have wrote a Monday column saying it's okay, they'll turn it around. Things would have gotten better. That's what the keep thinks. <laughs> Jesse, you just want to call this segment the uh, James Manchester or now Winchester reunion tour? Because that's all I'm getting out of you. It's sort of uh, Manchester's greatest hits is kind of what it's turned into. Ridiculous. Hey, Julie, somebody get Julie. Get Julie on a mic. That was a good one. Get Julie on a mic. I'm going to verify this with Julie, who's from the state of Colorado. She is a native. I'll end the show with this. Ask Julie if she can. Okay. Growing up. Put your earphones on. You, you got to be able to hear me. Hold on real quick because her show is up next. I have no idea what you just said. Uh, don't worry about it. Julie, <laughs> we're just trying to verify something. Growing up in Colorado, as you did, the way all of us did, yeah. uh, the, the, the things that you used to jump on with your friends in the backyard, what would you call those things? A trampoline. Okay, but for short, what would you call it? A tramp. Thank you. Enough said. Up next, it is <laughs> Julie Brownman, Scott Hastings, talking tramps. Altitude 950. Rewind. Yeah, it's, uh, and again, you know, the ball movement is what generates the shot. They're double teaming. They're blitzing the pick and rolls. So our guards did a great job of gigging the ball up. So now there's an open man somewhere. And it's on the defense because two defenders on the ball. There's an open man. Now we have to find him. And the best part about it was, yes, the make, but there was no hesitation. Paul shot that with no hesitation, with great confidence. And, uh, you know, it's great to see. And I think every game he plays, this was a big test for Paul. Back to back, he played a little bit too many, uh, many minutes last night, but he responded really well and went out there and helped us and played some great defense on LeBron a few times as well. So, uh, as we continue to get healthy and find our rhythm, uh, it's great to do that while you're winning games. Altitude 950, Denver's All-Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in the Windy City take on the Blackhawks. The puck drops at 6.30 with the pregame show gated away at 6.05. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Not again! Juked and jived all over the place! Nikola Jokic! Oh my goodness! A triple-double in the first half! And then went off and over tea kettle! Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman. Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. Our manipulates, serene creates. Tuesday in the Malai City. Scott and Julie with you here on Altitude 950. I'm FaceTiming you. That was that weird sound you just heard in the background. That's Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. I felt felt it. Welcome to the new millennial. Scott Julie with you here on a Tuesday morning. A giant show packed with fun and entertainment for the next three hours. We'll take you all the way to 1 o'clock. At that time, um, our good friend Mark Mosier, I believe, from somewhere. Where's he today? He's in Chicago, so he's 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 in America. He is in America, Chicago, one of the best places on the road for, as you know, for Nuggets or Avs to go. Uh, Chicago is 